This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number one of the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. The packet 8.net toll free line for you. That's 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so do enjoy those. They're on us. That, again, is freetalklive.com. Starting things out here tonight, lots to talk about as always. And what I want to find out from you is um, if you feel like people should have a right to a home. A right to a home. That's what I want to find out. Okay. 800-259-9231. We'll get into that story here in a few moments. But first, it was it's getting very difficult to do show prep, Mark. Why is that? Um, well, because apparently the news media doesn't want to report on anything at all hmm. besides some bimbo... Who's dead? Yep. What in the hell is going on? Uh, the death of Anna Nicole Smith yesterday was a feeding frenzy for the national media, and coverage of the war was drowned out. Who is this? Who is this woman? She posed nude in uh, Penthouse about ten years ago. Right. She married a billionaire. She was in. Uh, she had a television show. Right. She was in a movie with uh, Leslie Nielsen, the uh, okay. Naked Gun, thirty-three and a third. There you go. Right. I I d- she's just some chick. She really is just some chick. I mean, she's been a uh, a pretty uh, a loser in the limelight for a long time. Right. And uh, now she's really, now she's dead. She's lost big. Now she's bought the farm. She's pushing daisies. Mm-hmm. She's six feet under. And, and if we're you think we sound callous, if we if you think we sound callous about it, think how many other people died yesterday. Yeah, Pe- countless numbers of people. People who took care of their families. People who went out and earned a living. People who really brought something to the world. And we're. Worried about Anna Nicole Smith. I'm not worried about Anna Nicole Smith. I don't understand why anybody is. Now, if you're somebody out there who actually is enjoying all this Anna Nicole Smith coverage, somebody who's honestly eating it all up, somebody who's tuning in to the news to find out what's the next breaking story about Anna Nicole Smith, I would like to know why... You feel that way at 800-259-9231. You know, I've got to say that I find her somewhat interesting. Just the whole uh, the train wreck of it all. Well, I see I don't where you're turn on the from. television to do it, but if the television was on, I'd be more likely to not walk out of the room if there was some kind of Anna Nicole So you're admitting thing. you're admitting to being one of these Anna Nicole just just a little bit. People people in the feeding frenzy, I mean for lack of a better term. It's a shame. Why is it why is it that we care? What is it that they I do don't. about it? I skipped. I've skipped the stories. I don't even know how she died. I just know all I know is the headlines, and the headlines are that she's dead, and they're investigating it. I know very little about the story, and I and I want to keep it that way. It's my understanding she died of a drug overdose in Broward County, Florida, or something like that. Good riddance to her. Yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's Darwinism. Well, she's yeah. dog meat. She had a uh, child. Chop her up and put her in some uh, some dog food. Okay. I don't care what happens to Anna Nicole Smith, and I wish I could understand why Americans do. Can you please help me understand this? 800-259-9231. But let's look at some of the statistics, Mark, because I find these absolutely fascinating. A fascinating study in how pathetic uh, Americans have become and where their priorities are. NBC's nightly news devoted 14 seconds to Iraq, compared to 3 minutes and 13 seconds to Anna Nicole. CNN. That's a huge news package. Huge difference. Yeah, now, if yeah, you yeah look, three, minute, three and a half minutes is. I'm somebody who, uh, I, I've got a little bit of experience with the news world. I don't, I'm not a t- television producer. I'm not a news package producer. I've done a little That's bit That's a lead of, story. Yeah, I've done a little bit of work uh, on these sorts of things, and... 
just looking at the lengths of stories on the news, a good size story, good chunk, good size, good package is 45 seconds long. Yeah. To devote three minutes to some bimbo who's dead. It, what is, what is going I'm, on here? You know, when I saw the story, Mark, when I first saw the story break, and I saw it hit the front page at abcnews.com, and I saw it hit everywhere else, the front page everywhere else, I thought, huh, well, what's going on in the world that I should really be caring about? Yeah, usually it, it seems like you should really pay attention to something when things like this are going on. Something down. else. Right. Yeah, there's something else going on. Well, I'd like to know what the real story is out there right now. It, you know, and... Because I can't find anything else to talk about that's fresh besides <laughs> this Anna Nicole Smith crap. CNN referenced Anna Nicole 522% more frequently than it did Iraq. <laughs> In MSNBC, there are people dying over there. Not people just people who are die- actually important. Not just people dying, just like Anna Nicole. I mean, people dying, just like Anna Nicole died. Right. Um, but people that are dying in in a more relevant fashion. Right. You know that that are dying, quote unquote, in defense of this country. I feel like it's uh it's a shame that they're dying. People who are dying because we're all paying taxes in order to support them all going over to die. Right. Anna Nicole Smith, we're she culpable. can go snort as much coke as she wants. Yep. We're culpable of those people's deaths as opposed to Anna Nicole's. Um, 522% compared to what? Compared, well, it was 522% more frequently than it did Iraq. Good. Um, MSNBC was 708% more references than Anna, Anna Nicole got than Iraq. The lopsided coverage largely ignored many key developments in Iraq, including the sixth downing of a U.S. helicopter in the past three weeks. Oh, that's not We're news. We're losing helicopter crews out there like oh, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, that's not news. I don't know Let's where talk getting, about the bimbo. Where are they getting these missiles from? How are they shooting down our um, helicopters? Oh, who wants to talk about all that bad news, that depressing stuff? Let's talk about the dumb bimbo who took a man for a ride and then got herself we killed in a hotel room. love to talk about missing and dead bimbos. Blonde women, specifically. Yeah. She is, I don't know, she's Pretty. actually not a real blonde, as, our, as I understand it. I don't think blonde, it, blonde is a plus, but I don't think it's a, a prerequisite. If Remember you're the one blonde, who ran away from her wedding? The, the wedding, um, yeah. yeah, she was brown-haired. Okay. She was brunette. Yeah, but it's, she's not dead. You just have to be kind of... Well, she was missing, though. I right. said dead or missing. Right. And uh, you just got to be kind of hot. And they throw them up there, and, and that's... Even Anna Nicole, she's kind of on the chunky side, isn't she? Yeah, but, but they do. They There's can flash back of... to those old penthouse pictures. True. And she really was... Fine in those pictures. There's something. There's just some something that American people have an obsession over when it comes to uh, semi-attractive blonde women. They will. It's a. It is sick to me that the news media spends so much time on this. Now they wouldn't spend as much time on it if people weren't so interested in it. Chicken it, or the egg. And you know, this is every. We get accused of being the um, liberals here on the show uh, often enough. I think and, maybe as often as we're consu- accused of being conservatives. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if anybody. I haven't been called a conservative in a while. Well, we haven't been on the. Cons- the but we're uh, not really on liberal stations often. anymore. Right. Um, we get called liberals all the time. Where's your liberal media? Why isn't the liberal media covering a, um, helicopters getting shot out shot out of the sky in yeah. Iraq? This isn't a liberal media we have. This is a sensationalist media. It's a distraction it. media. And, you know, to call it a liberal media, it's just ridiculous to do so. It's all it does is it's, it's disparaging uh, liberals and the media and all that stuff and, and throwing mudding, mudding the waters. And it doesn't make any sense. Right. It's just some This is not a liberal conspiracy. media we have. The, the liberal media idea is People just People magazine. Another- yeah, the, the liberal, that's, you know, that's really all it is. All of these uh, news media outlets are extensions of People magazine. 
CNN uh, mentioned uh, after 3 p.m. Eastern, this is just after 3 p.m. Eastern until um, the end of the day yesterday, 141 times, Anna Nicole, 27 times Iraq. Da, 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 da. Breaking news, yeah. Anna Nicole Smith found dead. <laughs> Who gives a flip? Yep. I don't know. I wish I could understand this. Fox, I really do. Fox News, 112 times, Iraq, 33. Now, they're the best, they're the best ratio of all of them, hmm. Foxes, and... So they're mentioning Iraq more times than anybody else, and Anna Nicole fewer. So is Fox How still unusual. liberal media? Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be the conservative-biased people. No, it's all just sensationalism. MSNBC, uh, 170 times Anna Nicole and Iraq, 24. So that's the uh, worst ratio of them all. I don't know. Ick. This just in, America... The most important news right here on Free Talk Live. Some dumb bimbo has been found dead in her hotel room or wherever the hell she was found dead. Now going on the scene to Mark Edge. Mark, what's the latest on this dumb bimbo story? Well, it appears as though rigor mortis is slowly setting in here on uh, Is she naked, Mark? That's what I want to know. Is she naked? Show us those breasts. We're we're receiving reports from the police uh, moment by moment, and it does appear as though Anna Nicole was found naked. Naked? Oh, my gosh, this woman was naked. Let's get the pictures, front story, front page. This is big news, America. Well, Ian, I really got to tell you... Anna Nicole, Anna Nicole Smith being naked, not news. No, as a matter of fact, let's show you her penthouse layout from Ooh, yeah, now that's news. That's news. This is important stuff here, America. <laughs> Stay tuned. Penthouse picks around the corner. 1-800-259-9231. And maybe we'll slip up and we won't put the little blurry thing in front of her uh, breasts. <laughs> oh, won't that excite you, America? Ha, ha, ha. What's the deal? Can you explain it to me? What's the obsession about? Come on. Somebody listening to this show right now has an obsession with Anna Nicole Smith. They are following this news. You can explain it to me, can't you? 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there, completely free, including the bulletin board system. Over 190,000 posts await you. Over 1,400 people are interacting. It's a lot of fun. Serious issues, fun stuff, all being discussed, and it's all for free at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. And what's your liberty issue? Is it the right to bear arms? Register now for the February 2007 New Hampshire Liberty Forum uh, panelists to include pro-Second Amendment New Hampshire state representatives and gun organizations, as well as Bill Westmiller, the national chairman of the Republican Liberty Caucus. Visit freestateproject.org slash libertyforum for more information and to get registered. That's freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. This just in, uh, hot off the news wire... Ian reporting for Free Talk Live. Hot off the presses, Anna Nicole Smith, still a rotting carcass. Still naked, and still has left a poor bastard child. Fatherless and motherless. 1-800-259-9231. Okay, that's our toll-free number. Enough making fun of the uh, the Anna Nicole Smith situation. I really just don't understand it. And I'd like to know why Americans are so obsessed with Anna Nicole Smith and the like, and these uh, these pretty little girls that go missing 
And uh, and what about all the other people who've gone missing? What about all the other people who died? Why is it we only care about some of them? I mean, we could fill we could fill an entire magazine every week with features and highlights about who's gone missing and who's uh, gotten killed in the last week's time. But it, you know, it when, could be called Death Week when it's those when it's those bimbos. Uh, not all of them are some, of, but but a lot of them seem to be. And uh, I don't know why it is that we care so much. You know, I think the the very best example of it ever was within three days of each other, and it's probably been five years, maybe six years now. I don't know how long it's been. Princess Di and Mother Teresa died within three days of each other. Yes. And the whole world wept about Princess Di. I hated it. That was the first time I really came to the realization uh, uh, that, that Americans, uh, specifically Americans, but the whole world did oh, the Brit- as well. The British and the Can- Canadians were just as bad. Had an obsession, and I at that time thought it was like a, an obsession with royalty. Yeah. But no, it's some sort of an obsession with just pretty women. pretty tramps. Because I mean, what was what was uh, she doing? I mean, you know, she was out cheating on her husband, from what I can tell. Right. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. People have got some ideas. We're getting into it here. Uh, but ladies come first, and Kayleen's on the line in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello. Hello, you sexy guys. Hi, Hi Kayleen. You've been following the Anna Nicole Smith situation closely? Uh, actually, no. I wasn't even aware of it. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> you guys talked about it. So what's but, on your um, mind tonight? <laughs> well, I'm a real blonde, and uh, probably just a few people would give a crap about my death, but that's not what I called about. Okay. What I called about to tell you is that, um, and I'm not going to break any HIPAA laws here, I work in a major hospital uh-huh. in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and recently we had, as a patient, a, uh, well, I can't say the country, a very rich uh, Middle Eastern country prince okay. Uh, okay. Who paid, whose royal family paid uh, the sum of $3 million cash for his treatment. Wow. And this is not major treatment. This was some kind of surgery. What is, okay. Why, uh, Walked off half of a unit, had dozens oh. of bodyguards around. And uh, my point being that that's great. I'm glad that my hospital got $3 million cash. But um, the rest of his country is living in socialized health care mm. and have to wait six months in line to get Eye surgery, never mind. Well, he's in the same category, obviously, as Anna Nicole Smith. He's obviously one of the better people, don't you think? Mm. He's better than everyone else. Oh, yeah. He's a prince. He's royalty. than everybody else and more uh, uh, influential. I don't know how influential Anna Nicole Smith was, but... You know, the, the sickest food. part of this is they, no. <laughs> the, the, these people wouldn't be um, princesses, princes and kings and all that stuff over in these uh, Middle Eastern countries if they weren't supported by our government. If our, mm. if our government wasn't deciding who, I mean, we're kingmaking over there. We're deciding mm. which governments are going to stay in power and which ones are going to fall. And I'm really glad that no one decided to do that when, uh, you know, back in 1776 when we decided to rise up against the, uh, greatest, mm. the, the greatest power on the face of the earth. I'm glad right. that there weren't any uh, countries there holding us down and we managed to fight our way through. So this, it's guy, just sick. this guy that, you, that uh, was treated at your hospital was one of America's friends. Would you say one of the, country, the country he's from is one of America, the United States government's friends? Uh, yes and no. No? Yes um, and no. Yeah. There are definitely relations between our government and his government, right. and um, yeah. Uh, so it's okay in the uh, the American government's viewpoint that uh, people like this allow others to live in uh, complete abject socialism 
Um, mm-hmm. That's not a problem, but, oh, Saddam Hussein, he's a problem for some right. reason. Right, uh, but my, my, the point that I was trying to make is that this prince comes in, the royal family says, okay, we're going to give you, and instead of being treated in his own country, he comes to this country to be treated. Because he knows where the... three knows million where. dollars cash. Amazing. Kayleen, thanks for the story. We appreciate Thank hearing you. from you. 800-259-9231. He knows where to get the best... Uh, some of the best treatment. Well, yeah, it's going to be the best treatment because we have a free market in... Uh, no, we no, don't. We, we have uh, the freest market in, me- in medicine. We have uh, one of the freest markets. Yeah, probably in... Uh, I don't know if... It, I honestly, at this yeah, point, don't know if it's the freest in there's, the world. There's probably some smaller places. I would guess Hong Kong might have a little bit more of a yeah, probably true. Uh, market. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Johnny in West Palm Beach, listening on WFTL. Hey, Johnny, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, first of all, guys, welcome to South Florida. I'm glad to be able to hear you guys for the first time. I just tuned in to the station, and uh, I'm really glad to have a live show on the air here, man. Indeed. It's um, uh, it's good to be there. So what's on your mind? Well, first of all, okay, when you're coming down to Anna I want to answer your question directly. Okay. The answer is people do are, are very obsessed with wanting to be in a fantasy world. They do not want to deal with true reality. When the, econo- when the economy might not be helping you know, middle class out, when we have that war in Iraq, but the problem is the Iraq war has been put in front of us on television for over, what, almost two years? Mm-hmm. People, I think, are getting tired of watching it. They know what the reality is over there. They know soldiers are dying out there. You know what? It's getting to a point where you can't just keep putting some negative thing out. The media needs to go and try to create... Yeah, but this has been going else. on longer than the war in Iraq. As, as Mark pointed out, it happened back with the Princess Di thing, and that was, what, in the late 1990s? I mean, so this, this obsession with celebrity, this obsession with royalty, has been going on a lot longer than, uh, than Iraq. There's always been some uh, royalty, some pretty girl to look at to distract. And I agree with you. It's, it's some sort of obsession with distraction that, uh, that Americans have. Can I make a correction, too? It was Playboy she was in, not Penthouse. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't so know that she's, okay. she's not a total bags. slut, then. She's not a total I, slut. <laughs> I'm just saying, because I saw the center, I saw the centerfold, and I saw the pictures, and you can't forget pictures like that, man. <laughs> I, I pretty <laughs> much have. ingrained <laughs> in, in, your, in your memory. Hey, Johnny, thank you for the call, man. We appreciate hearing from you. Let's move to Mike in Texas, listening on, I presume, Radio Free Austin. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Mike in Texas. Mike drop. Mike is gone. Okay. Uh, Phil, Randy, and Jay, hang on. We're coming back to you guys and your calls as well at 800-259-9231. The obsession that Americans have over celebrity. What is it all about? Do you know people who are like this? Are you one of them? Come on. Come on. You can admit it. We're here for you. 1-800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. You take it, Joel. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show, live, Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves, toll free at 800-259-9231, and bring up whatever's on your mind in here with you. And Mark? It's 1-800-259-9231. You can also join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, including the Shrine of Female Listeners. We got dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo to prove that they listen to the show. Women of all shapes, sizes, 
uh, ages, colors, uh, not just busty blonde bimbos, okay? All there at shrine.freetalklive.com. Ages, too. We have them from... Uh Infanthood to... I think I said ages. Did you? I, I think, think I did. Okay. Uh, Shrine.freetalklive.com. And do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? Well, SACL CAI does collections, and they do it in a whole new way. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com or call 1-800-544-6359. That's 800-544-6359. Do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live. We've been uh, we've been talking about the obsession that Americans apparently have with celebrity. And it, it's it's really just celebrity more than it is anything else. It's it's most best it's best exemplified by the uh, the the response that Americans are having to the Anna Nicole Smith situation. But it's not just women. Uh, look, for instance, to the Kennedy boys, John Ke- the uh, the you know the guy that died in the plane crash on the at- John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, right? Yeah, they they have they have an obsession with uh, celebrity. They have an obsession with certain Tom political Cruise. people. Tom Cruise, of course, if he died, oh my gosh, can you imagine what? Well, I'm not even just I'm saying the the death, but I mean he he he's been he was running around last year making just a damn fool of himself and him and his silly Scientology religion. So, want to know what you think about the uh, the the obsession that Americans have with celebrity? Why it's this way? And can we do anything to to save America from this sick waste of time? Because really, if you want to, if you really want to look at this from a positive viewpoint, and I and I'm I try I'm trying my best to look at this from a positive viewpoint, mm-hmm. it's that here in the United States, here in America, we have so much wealth, so much wealth, that we can be concerned with the lives of other people over our own. That's what's going on here. People could be busy making their own lives better, but no, they have to stop and pick up an issue of People magazine, read the latest on Anna Nicole Smith. People people could be busy enriching the lives of their friends and their family members, but no, they have to stop and read Entertainment Weekly. Uh, Let's go to the phones and talk to, it is Phil in Mississippi. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Phil. Hey, Ian. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Good, sir. Going great. What's on your mind? Well... In regards to the Anna Nicole Smith thing, I was at work the other day, and we were, you know, go through the news, and that was all they could talk about. Oh. And it's it's good to hear that there's actually a news source out there like you guys that are bringing this up. Well, now, we don't purport to be a news source uh, well, at I, all. I understand. Yeah, we're just a couple of guys we, sitting in a studio I like to talking. talk. I like to talk about issues. I like to talk about the issues that, that matter to me and, and other people. But I don't see an issue with Anna Nicole Smith. Don't kids don't do drugs and grow up to be a yeah, dumb all I bimbo. see is a, is a story about a dead bimbo. <laughs> is it just me? It's not just me, is it? It seems like it sometimes because I listen to Free Talk Live at work and whenever I hear something interesting I try and spread it around to my coworkers and they just don't care. Hmm. They just they say, Well that sucks or well, you know. What are you going to do about it? But yeah, social, socialism, and, fascism, the rise of totalitarianism in America, that's not interesting. But some bimbo's dead in a hotel room? Whoa. Stop the presses. <laughs> Makes you want to beat my head against the desk. It, it really must. And, uh, and so this is what the people were. This, is, this was the water cooler talk, so to speak, at work. This is what uh, your coworkers are obsessed with discussing. Sad to say. What's going to change this? Is there any... Is there any uh, if, Brightness on the horizon. Is there a, a, a possible new future for Americans, uh, Americans, where they aren't obsessed with this inanity? 
I think it's just going to take some work because uh, ever since I've entered the, the liberty movement and gotten used to talking to people about these things, I have won some people over. And well, it's just going to have to take just talking and talking and letting people know that these ideas are out there, that they don't have to just obsess with People magazine and... Well, at the very, at the very least, at the very least, we could all certainly get together in the same place uh, as part of the Free State Project, and at least then we'll be around people that uh, that actually do care about the important things in life. And and uh, Randy, thank you for uh, actually Phil, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. We're going to Randy in Ohio. Randy, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Randy in Ohio. Randy, Randy going once. Apparently not. Randy going twice. Hello. Hi, there Randy. He is. Hey. Hey, Mark. Hey. What's on your mind? Uh, I think uh, a lot of the fascination with this is the fact that Anna w- Nicole was in Playboy, uh-huh. and she looked good. Then she came yeah. out with the reality show, and she had gained about a hundred pounds, and she was disgusting. Yeah, she was. She was. I mean, she, she was freakish all there. Over herself, down her blouse. You know, I watched it. Five or ten minutes of it, and that's all I could uh-huh, say. Sure, five or ten minutes. Oh, no, I watched that reality show. He's right. Really? Five or ten minutes of that was really all, all you could take. stand. I mean, it was like MTV. <laughs> she was just so awful and so drugged up. Um, I don't I just It was terrible to watch her. So you so there so then this is more of the train wreck uh, aspect to it, Mark. I mean, there are certain people who are watching this because it's a it's a train wreck, a real life train wreck, mm-hmm. and then there then again there are the certain people who are watching it because they're simply obsessed with celebrity, they're obsessed with Anna Nicole Smith, they're obsessed with blonde uh, bimbos. Yeah, it kind of goes back to Marilyn Monroe thing, I guess. I guess very uh, good. You know, the Paris Hilton. Yeah, it's 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 sick. I don't understand it. I don't get it myself. But apparently, most uh, would you say most Americans care about this story? Would you say a majority of Americans care about this? Uh, I hate to say it, but I think they do. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Jay in Miami, listening on WFTL. Hey, Jay, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, hello. Hi, what's on your all mind? It, all it is is to do with the money. You look at Donald Trump, you look at Oprah, you look at any of those. Anybody that's got a bunch of money they're looking after. But I was calling every radio station to find out. These people up in New York, they're yelling to have that wa- global warming tub. They got 10 foot of snow and they're trying to dig out. Where's this global warming coming from? Yeah, they're I'd like to know that too. Port. I'm a little curious about global warming myself. I I mean, you know, half of the... uh, And Buffalo's covered in snow. Um, The western half of the United States received just record amounts of snow. Uh, The the ice shelf on Greenland is growing. I I don't know. And and why is Greenland called Greenland? Yeah, at one time was green. Yeah, they used to grow crops there and stuff. Because... The Earth's getting so warm from what man's done. No, I think the, the Earth's been warm before. Yeah. It was called the medieval warm period, and that's why Greenland's called Greenland. And anybody who believes that global warming is caused by man, I just, I just can't it's believe silly. it. It's really silly. It and there's UN sense. scientists. Well, he's, up, he's up there yelling for it now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that he is. But there's UN scientists that have been fired uh, because the, this is what it is. Is it's the UN wants to take over. If the UN um, gets all these rules now in that place, that sounds a little no, paranoid. Uh, why wouldn't the UN want to take over? I They're guess. a governing body. Does the United States government want to take over? Yeah, well, sure. Well, and they damn sure have. Governing bodies want to govern. The UN is a governing body. It wants to have more power. 
That makes perfectly good sense. The UN wants to see all these rules in place. If it has these rules in place, it can tell other nations what to do. Mm. If it can tell other nations what to do, we're one step closer to one world government, yeah. which is what the UN wants. And of course, they're going to sell it to you based on the idea that they're going to save the world. Right. In fact, who they're just another who government. Who doesn't want rainbows and ponies and whales singing and all that other good stuff? I mean, we want those things, don't we? Yeah, we do, but government can't give it to us. No, they can't. When you look at what the EPA's done with the land that it's had, I mean, the United States government is responsible for more pollution than any other body in America. It's true. The, uh, the U.S. military, more so than all four of the top private polluters combined... They government doesn't solve pollution, no, people. No, it just makes it worse. UN or the United States or China or any of so, them. So, Jay, we're with you on that one. Any other thoughts okay. for us tonight? No, that, no, just thank you for taking my call. Thanks for being I've there, man. i get it on the air, and I've been turning that Nicole off all, <laughs> all It's all hard, it's hard to go anywhere and, and turn it. It's, you can't turn it off. It's like her. she's chasing you down. You can't, you can't get away from her. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. She's a dead bimbo. At least when she was alive, I could ignore her. Yeah, 800-259-9231, Claude Hill in Brazil. Your calls as well about whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. Plus, still going to ask the question coming up here, and you can answer it if you'd like. Is there a right to shelter? Hmm? Is there a right to a home? What do you think? 1-800-259-9231. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Tis the live Saturday edition, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, you like the show? You want to help support Free Talk Live? Well, go and buy some stuff at store.freetalklive.com. We have some very high-quality merchandise for sale, including Free Talk Live t-shirts, a variety of different ones, also a variety of different uh, Free Talk Live hats, and uh, Free Talk Live, there's the Free Marketeer flag, which actually doesn't have Free Talk Live written anywhere on it. It's just cool. We think it's really cool. And it's hanging up in the studio here. Uh, and you can have one for your very own self. You can also get free Free Talk Live bumper stickers, instructions as to how you can do that at store.freetalklive.com. The materials that these products are made out of are not cheap crap. This is good stuff. High-quality merchandise. DVD classic archive sets as well. For those of you that want to go flash back to the past of Free Talk Live, uh, you can get those as well. All there at store.freetalklive.com. Great way to help support the show and get some cool swag. All right, as we go to the phones, to the fun, let's talk to Bob in West Palm Beach, listening on WFTL. Hey, Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hi, Bob. How you doing? Great. What's on your mind? I your attention that uh, with Greenland, why they named it Greenland, I learned years ago, back in my school days, probably a few years ago, but they called Greenland, um, Greenland, it was ice because people would think it was a beautiful country. If they tried to uh, conquer it, they would uh, end up freezing to death. And Iceland, it was which very pretty, and that's where everybody lived. They felt like calling it Iceland would confuse people. This way, it would save them from people trying to conquer it, the beautiful land. So that's the only reason why they called Greenland that was ice. And is Iceland, that an urban that legend, or is that are really you, are true? You saying no, that they like, didn't, are you saying they no, didn't farm on Greenland? What's that? Are you saying they didn't farm on Greenland uh, a thousand years ago? Well, this is what I learned, I mean, about a thousand years ago. I don't remember the ruler or the conqueror or who set it up, but something I learned in school many years ago. There you go. We also um, uh, disband the uh, UN. F, uh, well, Nicole Smith, I couldn't give a crap. Who? Uh, and Nicole Smith, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't care. Couldn't, couldn't care. And I feel bad that Howard Stern gets uh, wrapped in with Howard K. Stern. 
Who's and that? Bubba Booey, too, sir. Thank you, sir. Bubba Booey. Thanks for the call. Uh, Howard Stern fan or something. What, what is Howard K. Stern? I don't know. I don't know. He's gone. Yeah, Can't apparently. ask him now. Howard Stern jokes, I guess. 1-800-259-9231. Who listens to Howard Stern now? Uh, people that pay for it. Yeah. That's not very many. I, 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 what is his audience? What is it audience? Has to have shrunk, it have to have shrunk about uh, by, by a about factor a of ten. Yeah. yeah, I think he had something like twelve million listeners before. Sure. And I think it's down to a lower than some people are paying. 000. Some some people are paying to, to listen to him. You can believe that. Well, of course they are. The obsessies. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay for it personally. One eight hundred two five nine. I don't have time. And I I mean that we run this show on the uh, business model of you shouldn't have to pay for it. Go and, go and grab up a year's worth of archives at freetalklive.com. We give them away. See if Howard's going to do that for you. <laughs> Don't think so. 1-800-259-9231. So, uh, the question that I asked at the beginning of the hour, and I'll ask again. Should a house be a right? Hmm? Um, a house be a right? I, no, the house no. should not be a right. I agree with you. It was not mentioned in the Bill of Rights. It is not. Well, that's a right. okay because the French. Not that uh, the Bill the, of Rights gives us our rights. Right. But. The rules are a little different over in France. No, they CMR. absolutely are. The French cabinet has adopted a bill, according to the BBC, to create a legal right to housing. Because you have a right to be a total loser in France, apparently. After a series of high-profile protests by campaigners, the demonstrations prompted President Jacques Chirac. To promise action in his New Year's address, if approved by Parliament, the bill will legally oblige local authorities to provide accommodation for the homeless from the end of next year. People facing eviction or living in squalid conditions will also be helped. Oh, so they're not just uh, guaranteed housing. They're guaranteed a relatively clean house of some sort. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Basically, you can be a a total loser, uh, not clean your home. You can uh, be facing eviction, which means you're probably not paying your rent, meaning you can be a total shiftless loser, and the French government will step in and use French taxpayer dollars, maybe even some U.N. dollars as well, since we're uh, redistributing money all over the world now. Use uh, your taxpayer dollars, perhaps, to uh, put these losers into some sort of government shelter. Mm. The bill would also create a new repatriation and resettlement package to allow immigrants with no family ties in France to return home. President Chirac has said it would uh, should be possible to build 120,000 homes a year for the underprivileged. Wow, that's a pretty wow. lofty goal there, huh? That certainly is. Where are they going to put all these people? Homeless land? I don't know. What are that's they all going to do? 120,000 homes a year for are, homeless people? What are they all going to do? I'm going to suddenly get homeless. And well, that's that's exactly what you're going to see happen. Absolutely. I mean that's what that that's what happened around here when, when you went from very few poor people taking very few handouts to a lot of poor people taking a lot of handouts and um you know here in America when we started giving mandatory handouts to people because this, they're poor this story is a perfect example of mommy government mommy yep. government going to take care of you you can just get into whatever nasty little situation you want and old Old French uh, President Chirac's going to lift you right out into the world of plenty. Yeah, well, Mommy doesn't just have cookies in one hand. She's got a gun in the other, and she's going to tell you what to do when you take those cookies. Yeah, she is. The government, embarrassed by the campaign that saw thousands of people camping out on the streets, has already pledged to find 30,000 hostile places immediately for those living rough. Pressure groups say there are up to 100,000 homeless people in France. In addition, 900,000 people are thought to live in campsites, hotels, and shelters, and a further 2 million have substandard housing. 
the two main contenders in the presidential elections, Interior Minister so-and-so and Socialist so-and-so, have also promised state action See, to help is, the homeless. This is how it goes. Once the voters realize that they can vote money out of people's pockets mm-hmm. and into their own, yep. well, then it's all over. That's once, exactly right. Once the poor people realize that they can vote the money away from the rich people, then your government has... It's swirling down the toilet. It is swirling down the toilet. And also, you have to also realize that uh, eventually the rich people are going to have about enough of this. Eventually, they're going to decide it's about time to leave France. Mm. Because, uh, you know, I like to make a living and keep as much of it as I possibly can. But if if I know that a percentage of, of my living is being forcefully taken from me and given to people who just aren't interested in doing work, because that's who these people are. They're shiftless losers who aren't doing a damn thing with their lives except camping out in the streets of France. You know, it's, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay my hard-earned money to keep these people alive? It, you know, it's, it, makes, it's, it makes me sound like a, a meanie butt, yeah, right? It makes sure me it sound really evil and, and harsh. But I'm working. I'm doing something to better my life. But, I'm actually out there uh, creating wealth for myself and others. These people are... Like vampires. Well, here's they what... suck off the wealth of others. They suck off the productive. Here's what happens, though. The richest of the rich, they set up um, accounts in Liechtenstein or Andorra, mm-hmm. just over the border, and um, they have their money kind of shipped into them from foreign banks, and, and they're not taxed on it at all. So it's the middle it's class. It's the upper middle it. class that says to themselves, man, I'm making money on capital gains and all this stuff, and I'm getting taxed on it. Just a tremendous percentage. I mean, I live in a socialist country. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to Florida. Yeah. Or I'm going to, I'm going to some Caribbean island where they don't, they don't check on those things. They don't care. So I want to know from you, do you think, do you agree with the French people in this particular case, those who are in government at least, because all of the government agencies in France are just arguing over how much they should help the homeless. Right. Does somebody have a right to housing? Do they have a right to have rain kept off of their heads? Do they have a, do they have a right to health care? Do they have a, now, look, I don't want to make it sound like I don't believe people should get help. If you're in a bad way and you all, you know, your house burns down, something terrible happens to you in your life, you should be able to get help from those who want to voluntarily give it. And I would be willing to contribute on a voluntary basis to some charity that helps people that really do need help. These 900,000 people living in campsites, they don't all need help. A good percentage of them are losers, mm. people whose sole existence it is, is to see how much they can mooch, to see how they could subsist off of government handouts and the like. Those are people who don't deserve help. They haven't done anything to deserve it. Without government around to forcefully redistribute, uh, redistribute wealth, then those who uh, really need help are the ones who will get it the ones who actually deserve the help, the ones who can prove that they have circumstances in their lives that they weren't able to deal with, for instance, home burning down, uh, children coming down with some atrocious disease. You, You see where I'm coming from? People that actually need help, they'd be able to show the fact that they need that help. And people who care who is pretty much everybody that I've ever met. People care about others. They'll step forward and do the right thing. We don't need government around to take money from people at gunpoint and then go and build a bunch of government housing to put these people in where they're going to sit and continue to collect more government handouts and government checks. Is it just me? 
1-800-259-9231. If you're somebody who believes that people have a right to housing, people have a right to food, people have a right to water, I want to hear from you at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. Hour number two is on the way. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching in hour number two. Of the live Saturday edition, you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. And that's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. 1-800-259-9231. Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free. That's uh, freetalklive.com, so do enjoy those. They are on us. You can still, either, even if you're just tuning in, you can answer the question that I asked from last hour. I've yet to, yet to have anyone answer it. Do people have a right to a house? Hmm? Do people have a right to shelter? And, you know, while we're at it, do people have a right to uh, food? Do people have a right to water? Hmm? Do people have a right to life? 1-800-259-9231. I say the answer is no. I think they have a right to life. Do they? Well, they have, they have yes, uh, they do have the right to life. Really? So if you're born out in the middle of BF nowhere and there's no food, housing, shelter, or anything like that around, how is that that right to life is going to get to you, Mark? No one uh, can take life from you. Oh, I see what you mean. But I'm talking about a right to sustaining life. Mm, but to sustaining life, that's a different story. If, yeah. um, no one is obligated to sustain your life. By providing with food, right, if, shelter. If, right. If you have the life, just, if for say you have the right to medical treatment, then I, then someone is then obliged to take care of you. If you have the right to medical treatment, that means that someone's obliged to take care of you. If you have the right to speech, that means that someone's obliged to allow you to speak. And I do believe that you're, um, they're obliged to allow you to speak in certain locations. Well, now, the right to free speech only applies to government, to the, uh, specifically to the United States government, because they're the ones that have said there is a right to freedom of speech. Well, that's on public property, government-owned property. But they're not you very don't good with that one, right. by the way. You don't have it. People are so confused about rights mm-hmm. in America. And it's understandable, because who teaches about rights? Government. Well, the government does. Right. So the government doesn't really teach you the truth about rights, and the truth is, if you're on my property, right. you do not have a right to freedom of speech, unless I decide that, you want, that I want you to be able to speak freely. Right. You can't come to my bedroom window and yodel. Exactly right. All right. So 800-259-9231. That's the question on the table, but you can call in and talk about anything like Tyler in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Tyler, on the Amplifier line. Hey, how's it going, guys? Going hey, great. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, nothing. I was going to bring up an issue that uh, probably will um, get your jokes. You guys actually are in the area. But um, I graduated, and uh, I still have a girlfriend who is a, a senior in uh, high school. Okay. And she goes to school. And I recently attended, uh, however awkward it was, I recently attended a dance that they were holding in the spring, the Sadie Hawkins dance. Okay. Um, and I was stunned to find out that... Uh, to attend these dances, um, they were requiring the students and also the guests that would come along to sign a waiver, I guess you would call it, basically to paraphrase it, saying that you were forfeiting your right to a reasonable search or seizure uh-huh. of your property and what is on your person, and also that the school had the right to breathalyze you 
without uh, probable cause. Woo, that and sounds you, like a fun dance. <laughs> That's a blast. Exactly. It sounds like a dance that I wanted to go to, right? Yeah. Um, but what I, what I thought was even worse is when I signed this paper, not only that, but since I'm not attending Keene High School anymore, they, there wasn't much they could do as far as enforcing a school policy on me. Right. So what they did was you signed a waiver saying if your date is a member of Keene High School, and you go there and violate one of the school policy rules, be it dress code or drinking or smoking, whatever okay. the situation is, uh-huh. your date that attends Keene High School will be punished for your violations. Oh, I see. They can punish your date for your violations? Sure, they can do whatever they want. That's bizarre. Apparently, they, no, I, I did not, that did not make any semblance of sense to me whatsoever. So did you end up going? And, yeah, I ended up going because I we fought about it for weeks. And what it came down to was I told my girlfriend that I would do her a favor and that I would go because it was something that she really wanted. Um, but I just, I could not, the whole time I felt uncomfortable and like I was being watched. They had six police officers at that dance, I counted. Wow. Six police officers. Good time I, to I rob a bank. I said, what kind of place are we living in here where we go to a high school dance and you're required to have six police officers there to enforce the school policies? I mean, this is Keene, New Hampshire you're talking about. This happens to be Tyler's calling from Keene. We happen to live in Keene. Uh, this is, you know, 25,000 people living here. There's one high school uh, in Keene. There's, there's no one crime more. here. There, right. There's no crime. I mean, really, I guess the cops just don't have anything better to do. But, I mean, have there been crime waves outside of the, the Keene high school dances in the past? No, I mean there was there was when you, and when they say that there were alcohol problems at the dance, they talk about three or four individuals that made a bad choice to come in a drunken state and and throw up on the floor or act out in some in some sort of irrational way. But that's the kind of alcohol problems that they're talking about. Three or four students who don't even really hurt themselves or others. You know, they it's just amazing. Much make a- it's, it's nothing new that high school students are drinking. Nothing new. I swear <laughs> to God, um, they were drinking in my hey, high school, guess and they what? were going Those to the cops. Probably drank when they were in high school. They absolutely too. did. And I just don't understand why we need police officers in our schools now to do this. Because somehow or another, the teachers managed to handle drunk students when I was going to, to high school. What I, changed? It's a new, it's a new world since 9/11 or Columbine or whatever. And doesn't that, seem, doesn't that stand for reason that the, that the teachers aren't getting it done if they need to have uh, police officers there to dance, the police for them? I, 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 to me, it's completely bizarre. You know, the, and the problem goes back to this whole um, weird Puritan thing that we have going around alcohol in this country. In Europe... They teach their kids how to drink at very young ages. They have wine with uh, dinner. It's socially accepted. You, you know, um, and and they don't exactly. have the problems that kids don't aren't fi- are, kids aren't experimenting with alcohol at sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years old. Getting you mean S-faced. they're not turning up with uh, alcohol poisoning at uh, at dances in it's, Europe? It's just not happening. I mean, yeah, I'm sure people drink a little too much in Europe, but it doesn't happen like it does here because kids experiment with this stuff. It's easy to get alcohol when you're in high school. I'm sorry. It just is. Yep. And and the, the solution is never the, the, the solution that the government decides to put in place. And the government's solution to these problems is always more enforcement, more rules, more regulations. You know, what's it going to be after the cops? More I mean, cops. ten years from now, it's going to be SWAT team. Ten like, years after that, your- they're going to have the National Guard with Bradley fighting vehicles out the, in front of the high school to make sure the kids don't sneak in alcohol. Uh, but, 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 but they won't. But you see, Mark, that... That'll just all be for show, because even if they have the, uh, the National Guard out there with the Bradley fighting vehicles, the kids will then be buying their alcohol from the National Guard members from the Bradley fighting, right out of the back of the Bradley fighting vehicle. I'm afraid Excellent. it does happen. You know what I found is interesting, though, is one of the questions I posed to them was, a lot of times, even if I don't agree with things, it sets better with me 
if it is at least a well-thought-out attempt. Yeah. And what I posed to one of the administrators was, okay, if you're going to breathalyze every student that walks through the door or every third student because you think that's quote-unquote fair, I said, you don't think that there are adults that have the same potential to abuse alcohol? And if there are parents that come onto the property to visit their student during the dance or visit their son or daughter mm -hmm. or take pictures or there are teachers that come in to chaperone these dances, are they getting breathalyzed? Because uh, they I doubt it. the same student body. What was their answer? Shut so up. It wasn't a good one. They said <laughs> that they're adults and they've learned to control themselves and act in, in what we would right. consider a reasonable way in society. So there's no need for them to be breathalyzed or yeah. the police officers oh, oh, oh. for that matter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, wait, those adults are perfect. They don't make any mistakes. We don't need to be testing them. We're, this is a one-size-fits-all policy for people under the age of 20. What we need to do is abolish the drinking age. That's really what we need to do. Do you agree with that, uh, Tyler? As somebody who is, uh, I know that you personally are an EMT. You uh, you work in the medical field. You probably see your, you probably see your share of uh, people drinking a, a way too much. Do you feel like that's a, that's a good solution? I think it's a great solution. I think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you're talking about social acceptability. The reason we have a problem in this country is not because all of a sudden when you turn 21, you're, you're, uh, you're guaranteed to handle it responsibly. It's that in other areas of the world, you're brought up in a culture where it's acceptable and it's not taboo. And right. now when students come around and they start realizing, I want to be treated like an adult, they turn to get to be 15, 16, 17, 18, and they start going out and abusing it because yeah. it's been something that's taboo since the time they were very little. How and long? I wonder how long it would take. I wonder how long it would take to uh, to turn that culture around here in America. If we went ahead and abolished the drinking age, how many years would it take to shift that uh, that shifting that responsibility, shifting that uh, that cultural awareness? Well, um, we had prohibition back in the 30s, yeah, and we still have a, a percentage, and I can't tell you it's it's some large percentage, like a third more or something like that. Um, people that drink distilled alcohol over brewed alcohol from before then. Basically, prohibition caused Americans to drink liquor over beer. Mm. Um, and We can turn it around. It, it's going down, but it's going down very slowly. Tyler, you're going to make a great mayor, man, and uh, thing you for the call. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right, 800-259-9231. That guy's going to run for mayor here. In Is he? Yeah, he's, he's 19 years old, and uh, he's got my vote. You have mine. More on the way. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airways via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the packet8.net toll-free line for you. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, totally free, archives included, an entire year's worth of the show right there for your download and convenience. Front page, freetalklive.com. Do you have a child in your life? Be they son, daughter, or sibling, give them financial literacy. A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich by Jewel Thornton teaches a child the basics of finance, money management, and real estate investment. School doesn't teach kids about money. Only their loved ones can do that. Give your special child A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich. Order it at akidsjourney.com or call 1-800-657-5066. That's akidsjourney.com or 800-657-5066 as we go to the phones and talk to Nick in New Hampshire on the Amplifier line. Hello, Nick. Hi, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force incident with the um, terror scare in Boston. Oh, these uh, yes. idiots. The, these... the supposed bomb scare in Boston where some blinking lights caused the uh, the idiot police um, 
hierarchy to decide to, to declare martial law I don't know. in the city. I think the whole city of Boston is full of idiots. I mean, it's not just the Boston government. I think the, uh, the entirety of Boston is just probably the dumbest city in American history. Uh, come on, there has to be people in Boston that think that their police force just overreacted. There like, must be, but you were listening to a radio show, it, and they certainly weren't letting some, them on the line. Right, they, I, they certainly weren't. I, had, I heard some callers talking about... Uh, you know, how it's a great thing that they're arresting these two long-haired kids that put these signs up. I'm sorry. If you think that a blinking uh, light bright board is a bomb, then you could think that anything's a bomb. I mean, somebody could be walking um, their dog down the street and have a bomb shoved up its, up its butt. It could happen. I mean, the fact is, let's just shut down the city at all. Whenever anybody thinks that, you know, whatever some delusional weirdo thinks that they've seen some bomb, and, uh, you know, that's fine. And so then we'll, the next time you won't have Turner Broadcasting to blame it on, though. But, Nick, what did you have to say about it? Um, well, I agree with you. I think Boston pretty much descended to a set of socialism. But um, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know if either of you guys watch Adult Swim um, or... I don't have cable. I don't, uh, I've heard it's an excellent show, but I don't actually watch television. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but... Um, what Cartoon Network does between the late-night adult scene cartoon shows like that is um, they have what they call bumps between the shows where they'll um, post viewers' emails if they say something funny okay. or they have a witty response. Um, so, and I know there's probably a lot of people listening to Free Talk Live who do watch Adult Swim. I'm sure. Probably. Uh, so I'm going to do it myself, and I encourage other people to uh, write in to the uh, Adult Swim crew because they have staffers who run the show, and um, <laughs> just let me know what you think about this, and if you have a witty comment, I'm, it might get posted on Kaiju Network. Excellent, and yeah. maybe uh, maybe drop a mention of Free Talk Live in there, because apparently we're one of the only people, uh, we're one of the only media organizations outside of John Stossel that actually supports them, that actually supports their ability to uh, promote their shows in this manner. Well, I don't support Turner Broadcasting for forking over $2 million. I don't support that either. I think that was a mistake on their part, but yeah. hey, nonetheless, if we can get a mention on Adult Swim, that'd be really cool. It would be great. It's a cool idea, Nick. Thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Mark in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello. Hello. Hi. What's on your mind? Um, so uh, I think the French government and, and maybe you guys are confusing rights with entitlements. I, how is it that we're confusing? Can you explain? Well, there are, there are no entitlements, but there are rights. You have a right to life and a right to free speech and a right to a house, but you're not entitled to any of those. You have a right to a house. Can you explain how you have a right to a house? I I can have a house if I want one. Well, I, that means have you have the right to, to buy a house. house. You have the right to yeah. you have the right to contract. You have the right to right. do business. Right, but I'm not entitled. No, you certainly aren't. I, 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 the the words the, the so term I, right in, suggests an entitlement. So uh, hold on think? just a second. What's his name? But I, I, it's I, think that's, I think that's one of the big confusions that has crept in. I think you're confused, Mark. Look, I, I think you're confused. I do have a right to speech. I do yeah. have a right to a religion. I do have a right to expression. I don't well, have that right on your property. So you're I have not a, entitled to that right. Anywhere else. Well, um, an entitlement... Nobody has to give you a forum to speak in. That's correct. Uh, no, no they does. don't. I mean, I could do it on my own property. And that would be... If, you, if, you were if we were required to give you a forum to speak, that would be an entitlement. Um, well, and you nobody, pretty much have. It's called public property. Nobody has an entitlement. 
And there is no such thing as public property. Well, there, I would agree with you that there's no such thing as public property, but many people would disagree with you. Because actually what there is is government property. We just sign over our money, and then the government buys property. And, and government, because we've given them, given away our rights to government, can and give them then give entitled. But wait, we didn't give away our rights to government. I don't know about you, but I haven't given away any rights to any government. Well, have you? Okay, so, they, so they've forcibly taken our rights. That's true. They have forcibly taken our freedoms and our rights. You're right about that. Very good. Rights Mark. are so difficult because good call. You, can't put you. Your, you can't put your pen, pencil right on exactly what they are. But yeah, you guys might remember the Bill of No Rights. I don't know. It there sounds some, familiar. There was a senator someplace that wrote the, let's see, Bob... Aldrich, um, something like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But anyway, it's, expound it's, on you that. You can find it on the internet. Is it, it like a joke, or what, was it serious, or well, what? Like Article One here says, uh, you do not have a right to a new car, big screen TV, or any other form of wealth. More power to you if you can legally acquire them, but no one is guaranteeing anything. Yes. That's that's the idea that I'm. I'm trying to get across. I would concur with it. I sure. I agree, but uh, the, the way they use have, the term, I I see where you're you coming have, from on your differentiation between rights and entitlements, and unfortunately, the word right has come to mean an entitlement in today's uh, day and age, and it shouldn't yeah. be that way. That's that's correct. It, just right. like liberal has come to mean somebody who's actually a conservative. Or whatever, yeah. I, liberal and conservative don't mean anything to me anymore, but right. thank you for the call, Mark. We appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Coffee in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Coffee. Hi, guys. Hey. Uh, maybe a frivolous topic, vegetable oil, but uh, I didn't know if you were aware you can run a diesel car or a truck on vegetable oil. Oh, yeah, yeah that's old news. Um, yeah, several, there's several uh, companies that are very legitimate. They sell the kits that you can do so. I bought one from a company and put it in my van, and there's several guys here in Illinois that do the same. Where are you getting your vegetable oil from? A uh, restaurant, not too far, or a bar. So what, what do you, uh, how do you filter your vegetable oil? Oh, man, you ought to see my setup. Yeah, I've, that's, I've that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the average American isn't ready to put, to, to put a still in the back of their car. <laughs> you know, to, no, to, no, they're not, but I mean, you know, it's coming around. I, I think you're right, but, and, and here's the next question, is what happens when 15 people in uh, your town in Miss, Mississippi? Um, uh, Illinois. Illinois, wherever. <laughs> um, start using vegetable oil cars. What do you do then? As far as? Well, my question is, where do you get the oil? What, once, oh, the, well, once there's a, there's going to be a. Uh, Fifteen is not where the top of the curve's at. It seems hundreds where the top of the curve is at. I suppose if you're in but Chicago, then if, there's a, if there's that many people, then wouldn't that be a market demand, and somebody could open up oh, a vegetable yeah. oil pumping oh, station? Absolutely, and and there's guys. That, of course, this is not the reason I call. I'm leading up to something, but you know, I'm getting 50 gallons a week from two sources. You know, how many restaurants, how many bars that we got? You know, you. Got to figure the numbers on that. I what do you pay? What are you paying for fifty gallons of vegetable oil? I get it for free. Yeah, really? a lot of them are, they're getting them for free for now. But you notice he has to have two rest two restaurants to power right. one car. But, but I do have a point. He's got a point, and we're going to let you make it. Hang on, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the toll free number. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Speaking of veggies, let's talk poppies on the way. I don't know if that's really a veggie, but vegetation it grows. And uh, people should be allowed to grow it. We'll talk about it. Your calls as well about anything. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. We're live Saturday edition. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up anything. The live Saturday edition. Toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free. And that does include the wiki. There's over a 1,000 pages created by listeners like you. Wiki.freetalklive.com for more information about that. It's a lot of fun. It's like the listener editable version of our website. And like everything else at freetalklive.com, it is completely free. Register now for the New Hampshire Liberty Forum. February the 23rd through the 25th, 2007, meet libertarian superstars John Stossel, Michael Badnarik, and many more. The most influential libertarians in America will be there. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. That's freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to register today. And space is running out. They've already got some of the uh, programs that are sold out, from what I understand. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be awesome. Really looking forward to that. Less than two weeks away, the Free State Project's Liberty Forum. As we go back to the phones, back to Coffee in Illinois, so somebody who's going to be attending the said Liberty Forum. Now, Coffee, you were talking about uh, your vegetable oil running uh, vehicle that you have. And right. you said you were you were getting to a point about it. Well, the point is, there's a fellow here in Illinois who I've never met him, but I participate in a forum that he also participates in. He got slam dunked by the Illinois Department of Revenue. They came and visited with him, and uh, long story short, they demanded uh, past road taxes because here in Illinois, I think it's 23 cents a gallon we pay on gas and diesel. Whoa! They, they demanded past road tax on his use of vegetable oil and. Holy uh, crap. How did they find him? I don't know. and It's a question. But uh, he ended up, uh, he tried to get out of it. He couldn't get out of it. He ended up paying 400 or some dollars in back taxes. He signed an agreement to never sell it and never use it again. And uh, I just got a call today from my friend Dave, who's down in Peoria, and he runs vegetable oil, too. And he also got a, a recent visit from the Illinois Department of Revenue. Oh, my gosh. They wanted him to pay the back taxes and sign all the agreements. Plus, they want him to sign up as a retailer, which he doesn't sell it. He just runs it. Mm-hmm. But they insisted he sign up as a retailer. So he got the application, filled it out, and submitted it. And they said, well, there's no application fee, but we do want a $2,500 bond, which is just extortion. You know that. My gosh. Okay, now, here's the thing. He went to his senator, and he asked the senator to help him. The senator wrote up a bill. It's Senate Bill 267. Okay, it's being submitted right now okay. that excuses road tax on the use of vegetable oil for personal, non-commercial use. And if you don't mind, I'd, I'd kind of like to ask the people here in Illinois who are listening, if you're not a vegetable oil user, it's still going to affect you. Um, if you could call your senator and ask him to get behind this bill to amend the road taxes. Yeah, if we, so if we could get it, if we could get it here in Illinois, we could get it in all fifty states. But aren't people going to say this isn't fair, Coffee? That uh, we all we're all paying for gas, we're all paying for the roads, and you're just trying to get out of it? Well, I think it's wrong to pay the road taxes. Really, I think I think they're being overpaid for them. There's four different sources here locally that they're they're getting the road taxes from, and it's something that I'm very interested in getting your opinion over Ian too. Is I'd like for you to discuss a little bit about. What is our responsibility to the road tax, and how many different sources do we need for the one service that we're getting, or getting or not getting? Well, you know know how I feel about the road tax. I think it should be abolished uh, entirely. I think people should, uh, the the roads should be sold. Uh, People should own them on a private basis and take care of them on a private basis. That way we won't have to worry about these silly taxes anymore. 
but being as we do have a road tax and we've got the system set up, I mean, are are we just a bunch of lemmings? Is that it? Because everybody else is paying a tax they shouldn't be paying. The rest of us should do so as well. It's an excellent question. I don't think that you should have to pay. I don't know. I, I wish you good luck on uh, on promoting that bill, and uh, and thank you for the call, Coffee. We appreciate Thanks, it. 800-259-9231. Do you see... How do you feel about that, Mark? I mean, coffee and uh, and the other veggie oil people essentially not paying the taxes. I know you're a big fan of uh, of government roads, so I'm wondering, you know, how you feel about that. Um, I'm ha- I'm I'm happy with any with anybody who can get out of paying taxes. So that's okay with you. The, mm-hmm. There, it's okay with you that there are some free riders, if you will. Yeah, when it, comes it to is. The government roads. It absolutely is. Interesting. All right. Uh, I I'm not going to hold your feet to the flame on that because I don't care if you can get out of taxes. I'm all you know. I'm behind you. Yep. Go, way to go. Um, congratulations. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to Philip in New Hampshire on Free Talk Live. Hello, Philip. Philip in New Hampshire going once. Philip in New. Philip Dick. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, my name's Dick. If you, I didn't know it was a Philip. Okay. I'm sorry about that, Dick in New That's Hampshire. That's quite all right. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Well, no, no. I'm, I'll tell you one. Glad to hear that you were promoting the uh, the Liberty Forum up here in Concord in a couple of weeks. We're, we're going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I've heard. It. Yeah, are you? Uh, you're like the pro, most pro Liberty representative in New Hampshire. Is That's this correct. Dick yeah. Marple. Let me put it this way: I was up until December six, and then uh, a very mysterious occurrence uh, took place with the uh, uh, in a recount where fifty-one uncounted ballots. Uh, uh, and turned uh, turned me over, so my lead was reduced to oh, no. uh, less than three, and I was ousted for my fourth term. But that's all right. Oh no! Uh, another two more years, and uh, maybe I'll be back up there. Who knows? I see. But anyhow, the purpose of the call was uh, uh, Dennis Goddard, who's the uh, research director for uh, the National Liberty Alliance. We uh, love was, Dennis. Dennis is a great guy. Well, he uh, he uh, heard me in action last Wednesday in the Judiciary Committee as I attempted to uh, uh, shock them. Uh, with the fact that the courts in the state of New Hampshire were operating totally in violation of the United States Constitution. Hmm. Uh, and that is this, as most courts are. And uh, the bill that I had put in was a bill I had in last year. It got killed last year. I did more research on it and then, uh, came up with uh, what I think is going to shock the entire country. And that really? is, if you're a strict constructionist if you're with the Constitution, as I am, uh, and many of my comrades gave the supreme sacrifice because I'm a life member of the VFW. Okay. But anyway, uh, let's let's leave that back. We're going to on what the shocking element is, and that is if you all read Article Three, Section Two of the United States Constitution, you will see that the federal courts are explicitly delegated the jurisdiction of admiralty and maritime. Okay, now, because it is a constitutional delegated power to the federals, no state can use maritime or admiralty jurisdiction. And that's what the corporate government, which is the courts today, they're not courts, they're administrative tribunals, extracting the wealth from the labor of those who produce the wealth. Is that why, to Dick? Transfer, uh... so let, let me give you a little bit of uh, what... Uh, I call an alliteration that has some meaning. Well, now, before you, before you go on, that, I have a quick question for you. Is it, the, the whole admiralty court thing, is that why it is that, uh, for instance, in cases like the Ed Brown case out of Plainfield, New Hampshire, that they just won't allow people to make defenses based on the U.S. Constitution these days? Well, that, that, that is not an Article Three court. 
In fact, I filed uh, I filed an affidavit with the county attorney just this Friday. Uh, I fraud upon the court. The governor of the state of New Hampshire got the same affidavit. Every one of the five councils. See, New Hampshire is an interesting state. Okay. The governor is a weak governor. He is controlled with by five councilors, which the people elect. Right, the executive committee or That's executive right. councilors. Yeah. And uh, he has to have at least three uh, votes on the council in order to get his. Uh, you know, so, so it's, it's a good uh, check and balance, if you will. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But uh, the significant thing is what we have is fraud upon the court. Now, most people, if we call him judge, well, Mr. McAuliffe is not a judge. You're talking he about the judge in the Ed Brown employee, case. He's a paid employee of a bankrupt municipal corporation that is defined as the United States. So how so can we say the United States? Now, Dick, we're, we're short on time, but how can we separate ourselves from this uh, bankrupt corporation known as the United States? How can we get out of this? Well, most people contract, and it's like I did. I use myself for an example. When I and I did it knowingly, willingly, and voluntarily, enlisted in the Navy over 50 years ago, mm-hmm. and I know how old I am. Anyway, the point I'm getting at is this. When I enlisted, I did it knowingly, I became, I lost my status, my sovereign status as a free-born American sovereign, and I became a United States citizen by contract. I see. And now, when can you re- I can you repeal my that? four years in the Navy and got an honorable discharge, then I had to recover that which was lost. But you, you recover that by virtue of a similar act. I use an act of host purgatory. Well, if you look up in I would like, uh, you're getting a little bit drowned out by the music. If sure. you can hang on, Dick, we're going to bring you back. I'd like to explain how it is you can get out of this whole citizenship thing, because that's very interesting to me. More on the way, I, I personally don't, I, I don't like the whole citizenship idea. More on the way. Sounds strange to me. Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. The packet 8.net toll-free line for you. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, we give them away. Though We do ask that you voluntarily support the show uh, by voting for Free Talk Live. It takes you just a minute. All you need is your email address. It won't be spammed. It won't be sold. But it does make a big difference for us. You go to vote.freetalklive.com to cast your vote for the show. That's vote.freetalklive.com. And uh, it's very simple. The, uh, what it does is it helps us stay in the top ten podcasts of the world. Last time I looked, we were at number one, but the, the lead was very tenuous. We may not be number one right now. Uh, and I know you're checking on that, Mark, as we speak. I am. But uh, your votes help keep us there in that top ten and therefore spreading the message of freedom and liberty to as many people as possible. So head over to vote. We are number one, but, uh, again, we still need to stay number one, and we can do that with your votes at vote.freetalklive.com. Let's go back to representative, or I guess former representative. Uh, it's Dick Marple calling in from New Hampshire. Dick, you're back on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Now, our friend Dennis turned you on to the show and That's you're correct. Call- he said, in fact, he called me earlier, and I said, I'll see if I get it on the radio. I, I couldn't tune you in, so I came in for, with a uh, – I, I didn't even know what the topic or, or subject matter was this evening because I, I – uh, Well, that's okay, because this is uh, Free Talk Live. We're on 20 stations around the country. Uh, We're on in New Hampshire, up in the New London area, on uh, Bob Vinegar's 99.7 FM, uh, WNTK. That's where you can get us in the state as of right now. But the show is about anything, Dick, so it's appropriate enough that you can call in and bring up whatever you want. You've been talking about uh, this... This concept, which which a lot of people look at, and they're going to say conspiracy theory. They're going to say, Dick, you're 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 joshing us. Uh, you're saying that uh, that the United States government is a bankrupt municipal corporation. That's correct. 
What? How is it that you would respond well, to somebody who I, says that's just a conspiracy uh, theory? Well, um, to, to defeat uh, those uh, naysayers, let's put it that way, uh, I never say anything unless they have the documentation to back me up. So let me refer anyone who is skeptical to Title 28, which is the judiciary of the United States Code. There are 50 codes. Now, that's private law, incidentally, unless it has been established by Congress as positive law. Like Title 26, which is internal revenue, is not positive law. That only has jurisdiction. We're talking about jurisdiction here, and that's why I am so intent on restoring the common law courts. And I'm going to use the Constitution because I am going to bring action against every judge in the state of New Hampshire. Wow. Who is operating in admiralty jurisdiction and violated a violation of his oath to support and maintain the Constitution, because he's violating Article 3, Section 2 of the United States Constitution. You sound like you've he done... has absolutely no jurisdiction. You sound like you've, uh, you've certainly done your research here, and you were talking no. about... Uh, you and, and that's why I'm going to defer to you on this, Dick. You've got way more experience than, than I do, um, certainly both of us combined, Mark and I. Now, you were talking about citizenship... And and ending citizenship and restoring sovereign status. This is something that I personally have been after for a while. And and, and I'll, I'll explain to you briefly, as I understand, and I want to see if maybe we agree on this. As I understand it, there have been Supreme Court decisions over the past X, amount, X number of years, various different decisions, that have time and time again reiterated the fact that there is no obligation to protect on behalf of the government. Everybody says, well, I'm a citizen, I'm a U.S. citizen. Well, if you look at the definition of citizen, it's very clearly defined as somebody who owes a, uh, a debt of allegiance to a government in return for a, a duty of the allegiance, rather. That's correct. In return, for, in, in return for protection. But the Supreme Court says over and over again there's no duty to protect. So if there's no duty pr to protect, then there cannot possibly be a citizenship. Is that correct? Well, there are several Supreme Court cases, U.S. versus Crookshank, and probably the most uh, uh, interesting one, and that was about 30 years later, before 1900, but it's uh, Yick Wo, Y-I-C-K. Put it in Google, Y-I-C-K, second word, Wo, W-O, versus Hopkins, H-O-P-K-I-N-S. And what was that Yick decision? Versus Hopkins. It's about Chinese laundries in, in California, how they were being discriminated against. But the significance in that is you will find out what a sovereign is, because the United States Supreme Court defined the sovereign. What That's is it? What we are, unless we contract away our sovereignty and come under the jurisdiction of the corporate government. I think pretty much everybody who's been listening to Free Talk Live for a, for a small amount of time would like to retain their sovereign status. How is it that someone can go about doing that? Well, that's right. You've got to do your homework. Yeah, one thing that the Supreme Court, of course, you've got to also understand what you're using as a medium of exchange. The monetary uh, system that the corporate government operates on is commercial paper. The fiat Not system. Gold and silver, the Constitution. That's the difference between lawful money and legal tender. I see. Now, you want to deal in, uh, in uh, legal tender? Well, then you've got a problem because you're taking the benefit of using a debt currency. I don't have a bank account. I, I don't see. put on any vulture food for the corporate government to steal. I learned that many years ago when, when, they, when a bankrupt municipal corporation has a contract with, guess what, the foreign corporation, which is domiciled as a trust because you can't break into a trust. It's the 62nd trust 
of the Department of Treasury for Puerto Rico. Mark, you're Something shaking your head over there. What's going on? Uh, you know, if what it's, if it's relevant, hang on a second, Dick. Hang if on. it's right. relevant, it's just baffling and confusing. I don't know that it is, um, but you know, I'm. I, I, how how does somebody use this information, assuming it's true? Isn't the assumption true? It's all documented. That's what's happening. Is people the, see the schools? I call them institutions of indoctrination. I agree. The public school system. That's spelled. I did it deliberately. It's F O O L. Public school system. That's what sure. it is. They don't teach the youth to inquire. It's they true. They don't teach them to even contemplate that which they have questions on. They, they place them in a little box, and everybody uh, just lives their life out in that uh, in that little box, essentially being uh, slaves of the state. Yeah, correct. Well, feudal, feudal slaves. I think what it points out is that New Hampshire is the perfect place for the Free State Project because uh, because fact, of I, the uh, fact that I, I joined it, even though I didn't have to move here because I was here. Right. We have uh, four hundred um, representatives and. People of, from all walks of life, people can truly be represented in their government in New Hampshire. Because how many people uh, voted you in? Um, how many total votes did you get in your largest election, Dick? Oh, good Lord. I have to go back and look. Probably a thousand. Oh, record. Just anybody go, uh, go into the Department of People State get voted in and out with <laughs> like a, a big vote in for representatives in New Hampshire well, is a thousand. See, what is they did some gerrymandering around. You know, when the district, I was in, originally in 1998 when I was first elected. Gotcha. Uh, and actually, it was you've, a been, you've been district number eleven. Then it changed to gerrymandered. Then it was a district thirty-seven, and I had four towns. I had uh, Pittsfield. It's unfortunate that. Uh, so you actually are representative for the uh, for the Ed, or for Ed Brown's area then? No, no, no. Or you were? No. I see. No, Ed is in another county. I'm in Merrimack County. Gotcha. And you're no longer a representative today because, uh, unfortunately, you lost your election. Uh, there was some sort of uh, weird well, vote counting. Well, I'll tell you, as a result of that, the Secretary of State, who I have a very good rapport with. In fact, he was astounded. He put in a, a special investigation to find out where did these 51 votes come from, I mean, these uncounted ballots. And as a result of that, uh, there was a, uh, a, another, and in fact, it's going to be voted on this week, and uh, not voted on, it's going to be uh, a public hearing on it this week, on uh, a, another, shall we say, <laughs> endeavor. I, did, I couldn't sign it because I wasn't there, but one of my colleagues has is, is, uh, introduced it, and that is that when you receive a ballot from, uh, when you vote in New Hampshire, when you receive a ballot, mm -hmm. it will be validated with a specific stamp, and the stamp will be stamped onto that ballot when you receive it. So that will help the, eliminate voter fraud, is what you're saying? That's correct, exactly. That's good, I, and, I, and, and, I, and I appreciate that. Way, that. And, uh, Dick, you know what, you're going to be at the Liberty Forum coming up. Dick, we're, uh, we're running short on time. You're going to be at the Liberty Forum coming up here in in, uh, in two weeks? There's a table up there for uh, the uh, Fully Informed Jury Association. Oh, excellent. associated with for, for many years. I'm so a huge fan. Uh, Feature.org or call 1-800-TELL-JURY. Uh, wow. You know, I've, Dick, I've you really are an activist. He's a busy guy. Dick, you really are a super activist. I'm a huge fan of uh, the Fully Informed Jury, uh, Jury Association, and I'm looking forward to meeting you, and I know a number of our listeners are going to be attending the Liberty Forum. I'm sure they're going to have questions for you about getting uh, getting back their sovereign status. I know that's something that fascinates a number of them, even though Mark uh, is having a tough time understanding it. Maybe he'll be able to have a more extensive conversation with you at that point. And Dick, Congress, let me give you this. The court, I, I use Title 28. Title 28 is the judiciary of the United States Code. I want everybody to go to Title 28, U.S. Code, and go to the definitions, 3002. 
Now, that's definitions, and you go down to subparagraph 15. You better make it quick, Dick. We're running out of time. You got it. The the definition of what? A a corporate government, the United States. Now, there's a difference between the United States and the United States of America. Wow. Two separate animals. That's a whole other story. And, Dick, thank you for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. Have a wonderful night. That guy's got, is full of information. He's got a lot of info at, the, uh, at his fingertips. And, uh, Mark, you still look a little bit blown away. I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm skeptical as to the usefulness of this, even if it's true. Well, the fact is, this man was elected representative yeah, if, in the if state he can, of New Hampshire. If he I mean, can, uh, right, if he can go and uh, rattle the cages of all those judges, God bless him. I hope he can get that he, done, but the average American knows, can't do anything about it. Right, he clearly is uh, somebody we want to have on our side, so I look forward to meeting him. Uh, hour number three is on the way. It's Free Talk Live. What? One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp. FreeTalkLive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching in hour number three of the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at FreeTalkLive.com. All the features on the site, totally free. That, again, is FreeTalkLive.com. As we go into the phone calls to start things out, Cody... Has been waiting patiently, listening in, uh, I guess, Radio Free Austin land. Hello, Cody. Hello. Hi. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Excellent. Well, I just wanted to call in. This is the first time I've heard your show, and I'm just I'm in love with it already. Wow. Um, but I wanted to bring up, um, just recently, they passed a bill in Texas um, requiring all females entering the sixth grade to receive the um, vaccine for human papillomavirus. Correct. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Which leads to cervical cancer. And I just wanted to call in and voice my disgust with the great state of Texas. I think that it is just out of this world that they would require something like that that hasn't even been approved by the FDA for more than, you know, two or three years. Well, now, the FDA, I don't really care for. It's another government organization that uh, deems to tell you what you can and can't put in your body. So that's not the factor. The factor is that the uh, the state of Texas is essentially telling you, you don't own yourself. You don't own, uh, your daughters don't own themselves, and uh, they're going to be our little serfs and slaves, and we'll do with them as we please. Well, and I'm I'm from Oregon. I'm actually just down in Austin temporarily. And in Oregon, actually, you don't even or in Portland. I don't know about all of Oregon, but you actually do not have to vaccinate your children at all, as long as you understand and, and sign a whole bunch of papers yeah, stating that you understand that if your child does come down with measles, mumps, rubella, what have you, that you will not hold the school system responsible. That's fair. And I think it is too, and especially with the link that has been shown between vaccinations and the um, the occurrence of autism, even in latent use, it's just astounding to really? me that Texas would require young ladies to to get this done when when you're in sixth grade. You know, of course, a lot of women, a lot of young girls are sexually active at sixth grade, unfortunately. Whoa. But the majority of them, the vast majority, are not prepared to understand why they're receiving this vaccine and what it does and I just, I'm, I'm just outraged. It's by also it. the worst. It's also one of the worst forms of utilitarianism as well. I mean, the suggestion is that, well, we need this. Uh, that everybody needs this, and so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if this vaccine hurts some people as long as the majority are okay. Because Mark, exactly. you've given, uh, Mark has had uh, vaccinations before in his past that yep. have been very detrimental to his health. Oh, yes, absolutely. I've never been sicker than the two times that I've had the flu uh, vaccination. Oh, I don't. 
don't I don't get the flu vaccination because I get sick as well. Me either. I'm not going to do that any, that crap anymore. You you stung me twice. I'm not going to do that anymore. So how exactly. does that how is that going to translate to these poor little girls? There's inevitably going to be some of them who are going to have some very negative repercussions from this, and the exactly. state's not going to have any responsibility. They're just going to say, "Oh well, it's the law." It basically is saying to those to those young women, in my opinion, because in sixth grade, you know, you're becoming a young woman, mm-hmm. uh, that you are not responsible for your body, and you don't know what you're doing with it, so I'm going to tell you how yep. to behave and how to put this in. It goes right along, and, you know, I just, it goes right along to the, um, the abstinence, the abstinence-based teaching of sex education versus, you know, preparedness and just basically sex education, teaching them what they're getting into if they decide to go that route, you know, but it's just... I just, I couldn't believe what I heard, you know. It's one more reason to get your kids the hell out of government schools, because this bill is, this bill, as I understand it, only applies to kids in government schools. Is that correct? It is public schools. It is not required of children in, in, uh, in in private schools. And another issue that comes along with it is these vaccines are not going to be covered by the state. It is at a cost of $172 to $180 per vaccination, and it's a series of three vaccines. Wow. And if you think a lot of these children are not going to be coming from a, a family that has the income to pay for such vaccines, and this is going to put a huge detriment into some families. Yeah, a and nice mandatory $500 expenditure there. Exactly. It's like, okay, we're going to shoot you with this needle, and now you're going to pay us to do it, even if yep. you don't want it. Wow. You know, it's kind, of, it's kind of a step down the same road, though. I mean, schools require vaccinations, all kinds of vaccinations, in, in a lot mm-hmm. of cases, to go. And uh, they require the parents to pay for those vaccinations. So I, I guess it's just it's adding one to them. I'm not a supporter exactly. of this by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not a supporter of the idea of public school, period. But, but it, it may be adding one to it, but it gives us an excuse to talk about it as true. an issue. It gives us an excuse to say this is wrong. Uh, this shouldn't be done in in the, in America, the so-called land of the free. It's it's a sickness that exactly. uh, that we have. Taking away another option, another freedom that you have, and and I am in healthcare. I am actually. I'm a physician's assistant. I'm an orthopedic physician assistant. So I understand the necessity of having of, of having vaccinations. I understand that. But things like hepatitis and whatnot, the things are, that, that have still not been somewhat eradicated. But things like measles, mumps, rubella, they're on their way out. Right. And they're, also this is uh, – now, Mark, you've said that HPV is very widely distributed. It's, is that, it's, it's is that all true? over the place. Is HPV, that... it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's uh, it, it's uh, it's caused by um, by by trichomonosis. I think I'm saying that right. I'm hmm. embarrassed if I'm not. Um, which is a sexually transmitted disease, and it leads to it's it's basically you get trick is what the it's it's, it's lay term. Okay. And then you go into you go into human papilloma virus, which leads to almost a lot of the time cervical cancer. Well, I can understand wanting to prevent cervical cancer, yeah. but it's not the end all be all. It's the, the preventing cervical cancer and preventing these STDs is telling the children how they're going to get it in the first place and how to prevent it, how to prevent putting yourself into a position where you might come down with such a, such a disease. So, right, if you're, if you're having safe sex with partners... Right, if you're having safe sex with partners that are clean, then there's no way you're going to get HPV. Oh, Just... I don't think that that's true. What do you mean? What, is well, it going to float over to you? What are you talking about? By age, well, I mean, by age always... 50, at least 80% of women will have acquired genital HPV infection. I mean, it's that everywhere. It, it is that everywhere. If you, you have sex with more than one person, chances are good you have HPV. 
and it and it brings in a whole another issue of of sexual morality and, and sexual fidelity at that point. But the the point that I'm making is that these girls are 11 and 12 years old, and they're being prepared for something that they don't understand yet. I got you, Cody, and uh, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate hearing from you. And and if you get a chance, head over to free uh, freetalklive.com and check out the Shrine of Female Listeners. We'd love to have you submit. Uh, your picture to the shrine. We really appreciate you listening. Now, Mark, if oh, it's absolutely. true, thank you. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one for the call. Mark, if it's true that eighty percent of women by age fifty have HPV, then why uh, does that just mean it's more contagious than every other yes, sexually transmitted it disease? Is. Yes. Essentially, um, it, it it's that contagious. It's just that contagious. And the fact is, if if you have sex with somebody who's had sex with somebody. What, the one, the one person you have sex with, the one person ever. Mm-hmm. If that person has had sex with somebody, chances are good you got HPV. Hmm. I mean, that's just how common it is. Now, now what's the, what how are the common is cervical turn cancer? Into cervical, cervical cancer. Minimal. I mean, obviously, it's very minimal. I don't know. It wasn't obvious to me. I don't know much about these things. Well, what are the do, odds? Do all of the women have um, cervical? That, I would that, hope not. At, at age fifty, have cervical cancer? What no. percentage do? I, I don't know the answer as to how many get it, but it's it's obviously very very small. You don't see women dropping like flies from cervical cancer. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. Either way, it's still wrong to be forced to uh, to go into under vaccines at the the hands of the state. Let's go to Paul in Delaware. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Paul. Hi, gentlemen. Uh, before I get any further, I don't want to stick, stick on HPV because I understand it's ridiculous, but I do want to clarify about HPV. First of all, uh, Dr. Gallo, the man behind AIDS, he first tried to push the theory of viruses causes cancer. Then when they couldn't do that, they jumped to viruses causes AIDS. And now since the HIV awareness is getting out, even though they are getting very crafty, and getting everyone tested, and they don't understand what's coming for them, and you're not going to let me tell the people because of the ridiculousness. I want to say that if you do your homework, you'll understand that HPV is just another one of these SARS viruses, West Nile virus, just something else. You know, it's okay. just another keep scare talk- factor. Just another something to scare people about with. It like you're doing, but um, what I would like to say is MySpace.com/slash/AwakenFree. He's back, baby. Yeah, Paul in Delaware is back. Yeah, excellent. Hey, you, you better believe it. And when you guys start understanding and telling the people the truth about 9-11, then I'll give you oh, more uh, credibility. Oh, yeah. 9-11. Oh, God. Don't like bring us to, there again, yeah, Paul. Don't, don't you have don't something important to talk about? Yeah, I know. Don't you have these something people, relevant to talk about? Going. Cut me. I can't weak, cut you. Brother, and so is your show. It's a hard break. Your show is weak, brother. Yeah, we're weak, baby. Thank yeah, you, Paul. You Thank you, weak. sweetie. Mm, <laughs> we love you, Paul. He is He's excellent. So I love it when he calls. All right. More on the way. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. It is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, totally free. That does include updates. You get signed up for the updates. We'll clue you in whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. Updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Is there a young person that's important to you? Give them financial literacy. A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich by Jewel Thornton shows kids how to grow up financially free save early and often, and how to develop passive income streams, the key to financial freedom. The average college student graduates with $7,000 in credit card debt. That's no way to start a life. 
Buy them a kid's journey to getting rich at akidsjourney.com. That's akidsjourney.com or call 1-800-657-5066. That's 800-657-5066. Let's go to the phones to the fun. Talk to Dave in Austin, listening on Radio Free Austin. Hello, Dave. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I want to comment about the uh, vaccines. But first, I just want to talk, comment on that last caller, react to him. Just ask yourself this, people out there, the 9-11 Kool-Aid drinkers. Um, think about the John Birch Society, okay? The original conspiracy theorists. What do they say about 9-11? What do they say? They say it wasn't a conspiracy. Look at all these prominent, the most prominent liberal investigative journalists. What do they say about 9-11? They said... You know, there was some chicanery, but it wasn't the crazy conspiracy theories we hear. Why is it that only a few of these obscure in, independent media people are the ones coming out with all these, in, the, the ones that are promoting these conspiracy I theories? I know why. I know Meanwhile, why. all the mainstream documented smart guys are saying it's crap. I can answer you to why. It's because they're making a buttload of money off of it. I mean, the videos Dang. that they're selling. But the problem is the 9-11 Kool-Aid drinkers, they're not critical thinkers. They don't do their own thinking. They're just basically parroting off stuff they hear. They don't read. They just listen to the radio. Sure. And well, they read a lot about 9-11. <laughs> or even if you look at the videos. I mean, yeah, if you're not really critical or a structural engineer, I saw on, like, loose change. They're obvious, but I'm not, I don't agree with you guys totally where you're saying there wasn't, and you're totally. Wait you know, a minute. We haven't said anything. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 Dave, Dave. We haven't said anything about 9-11 tonight. It's just that, uh, to, to take the position that I normally take, and that is that uh, I don't believe anyone's story. I don't believe the government's story. I don't believe the 9-11 conspiracy theorist story. And to me, it doesn't matter what the truth is behind 9-11. What matters is that government has gotten bigger as a result of it. Government is more intrusive, more oppressive, and more uh, terrible than it's ever been. And that's what we need to fight against, not some, well, you know... Let's get back to the subject of my original call, which sure. is the vaccines. Because that's another... That's a, it's a demonstrative example of what we're talking about, Okay. okay. Because the caller that just called, she said that it was mandatory. It wasn't mandatory. First of all, um, and this is what I've been What's following not mandatory? the media, the, the, the vaccine, the proposed vaccine that, that, that not. Governor Perry said, it wasn't mandatory. And the thing about this one is they did say in all the media outlets that it, there was an exemption, basically a religious exemption, if you fill out the paperwork. But in the past, they never said that. And I think because of the consciousness that people aren't trusting the government more now than ever, that the media is naturally saying that. So there was an exemption. And the second point is it wasn't even mandatory. It was some kind of administrative law suggestion. It had no legal teeth to actually make the, full, the school districts. Um, because what happened was it was, a gover- it was a governor executive order, and he doesn't have the constitutional authority to do that. Members of the Republican Party, his own party came out and said, hey, this isn't a good idea, and they're calling for it to be reviewed. So to uh, me, this is just a test case to see if how much they can get away with and if people are paying attention more than anything else. I think you're right and about obviously it. people aren't when they say that it was mandatory. Well, they're obviously just listening to the radio and parroting off stuff. So yeah, well, I see where that's and thanks for yourself. That's all I got to say, fellas. Keep hey, dude, thank you for the call. We really appreciate it. And you know what? I mean, what can we do, Mark? I mean, we're uh, we're subject to the news media as well here on Free Talk Live. When we got that story, it was I do recall is it was being an executive order. That was something that they uh, that they reported in the story, and yep. they did report it as though it was going to be a mandate. They did report as though it was going to be mandatory. So who can blame people for thinking otherwise? If it's uh, if it's true that the Republicans are up in arms in Texas and that this is going to be fought against, then I think that's good news. Well, I, it, you know, if it's reported in on the pro, in, on properly, then that's exactly what will happen. As people will get up in arms over something like this. But it was actually reported that not that it was mandatory, but that it was going to be the default situation. 
um, that you would have to sign a great deal of papers in order right, to get out. Right, you're going to have to know better to get out right. of it. Right. Let's go to Sean uh, listening also on Radio Free Austin. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Sean. Um, hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, I, I'm a, I called about the HPV uh, affair as well. I'm calling from Austin, Texas. Yes. And the last fellow was right. It's kind of a combination, though. Uh, my knowledge is a little bit different. Uh, I have a printout of the executive order. Okay. I have, and I don't have it in front of me, but I have read the entire thing. Mm -hmm. And though I have heard from alternative radio personalities here in town that it was just a recommendation or suggestion, the the wording of the executive order itself is actually sounds mandatory. There doesn't seem to be a hint of suggestion or recommendation about it. I think that's what Dave was getting at, is that they probably wrote it up as though it's mandatory just to see if they could get away with it, just to see if people would let it just pass. They they wouldn't pay attention or they wouldn't care, and it sounds like people are actually caring, and it sounds like something's going to happen as a result of people getting up in arms about this. Well, the uh, what I don't know for sure is whether or not the the governor actually has that executive order power. If he does, what the order was, was was told the Department of Health to name the the age of the girls that will indeed be mandated to have it before they enter the sixth grade. However, the last the last paragraph of this executive order specifically says that if you have a philosophical objection to the vaccine, you can opt out. Well, that's good to know. And, right, under and, religious or philosophical reasons. And really, it must just be them testing the waters, because it, whether or not the governor has the power isn't the question. The question is whether the people of Texas will right. allow this to happen. Whether it'll get, he'll get away with it. Right, exactly right. And thank you for the call. We appreciate hearing from you, sir. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Roger, also listening on Radio Free Austin. Hey, Roger, you're on Free Talk Live. I just got one question. I actually have two. Has Rick Perry's publicist or PR person recovered from the heart attack yet? Who? Rick Perry's publicist. I don't even know who that is. Who's, Who's Rick, Rick Perry? Rick Perry, the governor of Texas? Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. We're not actually Sorry, in it's Texas. a national show. I don't have any idea who the governor of Texas oh, I'm is. I'm sorry. No problem. Rick Perry. Rick Perry. I, I assume by now his publicist probably had a heart attack when he decided to do this. Yeah. And the papers here did say it was mandatory. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, well, as we pointed out, it, what, how much, what matters... Go ahead. <laughs> you were wondering what uh, I was going to say. What matters is what uh, people do about it. And if people refuse, then uh, then he doesn't have the power. If people bend over, then he does have the power. What was your question? I just wondered how much money the drug manufacturing company donated to his six thousand dollars. Yeah, it was six thousand. He sold the te he sold Texas down the river for six grand. Sold a bunch of little girls out for six thousand dollars. Yeah, that's exactly it's pretty, right. It? It's sick stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Roger, I thanks. Guess I'm I guess I had to vote for Kinky next year. I would have vo I probably would have voted for Kinky. I mean, it's just cuz he's it. got a cool name. I'm kidding about that. I'm kidding. No, really, he he was sort of uh, pretty cool on the drug legalization front. In fact, we're going to talk about that in moments. And Roger, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. 1-800-259-9231. We uh, I mentioned this earlier talking about poppies. Opium. Afghanistan from the New York Sun. And the Washington Post will get to this here in moments. Uh, somebody's coming out with a sensible position on legalizing drugs, at least over in Afghanistan land. Hmm. We'll talk about that. Your calls as well about whatever's on your mind. If you make them, anything goes. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. 
We do uh, enjoy being on Radio Free Austin, but it, it's not a Texas-based show. We are a national show, but we still love being on, and uh, we're glad you're listening. So take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. This is your show, Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. The packet 8.net toll-free line. Tis the live Saturday edition. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231 allows you to bring up anything. You can also join us on our website, freetalklive.com, where we have live streams. There's a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version, both awaiting you for your listening convenience for free at freetalklive.com. And does your company have a bunch of unpaid receivables just sitting out there? Well, try SACL CAI. They do collections in a whole new way. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. They record every customer interaction so you can check their work. Let SACL CAI handle any or all of your account's receivable needs. See their banner at freetalklive.com or call 1-800-544-6359. That's 800-544-6359. Do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live. As we go to the phones, talking poppies here in a moment, but let's talk to David in the United Kingdom first. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, David. Oh, hi. Um, yeah, I heard um, a couple of callers um, ago mention about 9-11. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a big event, and uh, it's quite upsetting to you know people around the world, and particularly in the United States. Sure. So I don't want to be too controversial about it, but I did my own research. Um, I listened to GCN quite a lot. I listened to people like Alex Jones and everything, uh-huh. and I thought, well, this, this guy's making some pretty big claims, you know. Yeah. And uh, obviously, <laughs> you know, it didn't, didn't make a lot of sense, but um, it started to, started to cut the, you know, the, the pieces started to, to fall together for me with regards to, okay, two big planes hit it, and I have a lot of people say, well, you know, of course, you know, you just assume that they would just fall to the ground. But it's when I took a, a closer look, and, uh, and I stu- um, listened to people like... Um, also, David Ray Griffin, he talks about the pulverization of the concrete to fine dust. Yeah, so no. what's, the re- what's the relevance of all this? Well, well it, the relevance, in my opinion, is, um, you know, was it, was it deliberate? Were, were the buildings, were, were they capable of falling down through the, through the jet fuel, heating up the, the metal, you know, the metal structure? I see where you're coming from, and we've heard people make all kinds of similar claims on this show over the years, and uh, it's all very interesting and intriguing, but what's the point? Of it all. Okay, have you have you ever looked into Tower Seven that wasn't actually hit by a plane? I mean, for me that right, but it was sense. hit by a variety of lots uh, of falling debris. Debris and yeah, the debris, conspiracy theorists the don't ever show they don't ever show the the video footage of the other side of the building. They show the side of the uh, they show the side of the building that uh, boosts their conspiracy theory. There's all kinds well, of I, interesting I, I, counter I, 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 evidence I, I, to the stuff I, I, that you claim that you've uh, you've read about. And I recommend that you uh, go to loosechangeguide.com and 911myths.com and I think you'll find that there's a lot more research to be done if that is what you want to spend your time doing. That is research. Well, no, no, no. Personally, it all seems like a waste of time to me, don't you think? I, I, I second. If it, if it, if, sure, listen, I don't waste my time. I mean, I'm not into conspiracy theories. I can't stand conspiracy theories. I don't believe in aliens. I'm not into any of that rubbish. Okay. But, but, but when it comes to the reality of, of that event, um, it seems more, if you look at any theory, any hypothesis, and you look at the evidence, you, you start to look into the facts. Why, why, why are people so afraid to talk about it? You know, why, 
Why? Oh, it just bores the crap out of me. I've just heard so much of it so over so over the years. It just seems to be completely but irrelevant. But the truth is suppressed, in my opinion. And oh, no one's suppressing truth here. There have been people that have made these claims on this show for a long time, and we let them make the claims. We t yeah. They talk about how they believe Thermite took you're, the buildings down, how there was bombs sure. planted we're, through we're the buildings, and there's aliens, and blah, 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 blah. Yes? People still have a mindset of, of, um, of drowning out the truth. You know, there's no open free debate. I mean, free speech, I mean, that's what your constitution stands for. I mean, I've studied your mm -hmm. constitution a little bit, and it talks about, you know, the, the freedom of the right to pursue happiness, the right to bear arms, the right to self-defense. Even right if it's true, okay, even if it's true, David, 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 even if it's true what you're saying, and that there was some grand cabal plot to uh, take down the World Trade Center, even if that is true, and I yeah. don't know if it is, what sure, is the relevance sure. of it? So what? What are you going to do about it, even okay, if it's true? What I'm do about it. I want to tell people, and I want people to come to at least be reasonable and explore it for themselves. And the reason I say this is because... I've explored it, and I've found that it's questionable at best. It's right. just I, another theory. We, we put in question. hours into looking in this, into this, David, and, and we yeah. just don't... And I wish I had my hours back. I wish I had my hours but back. Listen, I could have been playing okay, video okay, games. And if, if you think about it, if, you, if you're going to lose all your, your freedoms and your rights to, the, to a global new world order... Yeah. Oh, no, no, I don't think we're necessarily losing freedoms and rights to a global new world order. I think we're losing freedoms and rights to people right here in the United States, people who are politicians for the yeah, Republicans and Democratic parties. People like Dick Cheney. Who, who, Dick Cheney, who, Hillary Clinton, who, they all work the, together to, to, uh, to shut down freedom. And this is where the, the conspiracy theory ends for me. And let me explain this to you, David, because all of the conspiracy theorists out there, the 9-11 truthers, so-called... Slow, slow down. Now I'm going to explain this to you, okay? You've explained to us your position. Now I'm going to explain this to you. And I'll put you on hold if I have to. We're going to put you on hold. Okay. Okay. The conspiracy crowd, the 9-11 truth movement, so-called. Somehow they know the names of these inter rich international families that want to control the world. Right. They're rich already. I mean, they already control the world. Why do they need to be richer and control the world more? Right, there's that, and uh, there's also just... Uh, they want to replace the government? You know, they want to replace... I, what, what is going to happen? Justice, is George Bush so going to hang over this? This is this is the really, uh, the does not follow, the non sequitur part of all of this. Um, if it's true what David and his ilk believe, if it's true that there's an evil conspiracy plot to take down the uh, the, the trade centers from the inside of the U.S. government, they seem to want the U.S. government to make itself get in trouble. They seem to want the U.S. government to bring itself up on charges um, in regards to this whole thing. They want the existing bad guys to be replaced, but they seem to think that the replacements aren't going to be equally as bad. It's just a delusion. It's a delusion, David. Any other thoughts? Sure. Um, listen, I don't want to be deluded. That's far from my thinking. Well, um, then, then well, you must well, understand that this is a waste of your time. Can I, can, I just, can I say this? Yes. There's, there's delusion and then there's denial. I do think it's psychologically uh, difficult for people to accept. Listen, I totally thought it was outlandish. I, I, I totally dismissed it, the first per person that told me about this. I thought, sure. that's ridiculous. 
but but it was a big thing to claim, and I did my own research. Did you do, at, did you bother? I I know I love I know how you I know how the nine eleven truthers love to claim they've done research. But did you bother researching the counterclaims to the claims that you've researched? I've, I've looked at it all. I've looked at it in a big. And you've way. just dismissed it all because there's awesome. No, 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 there's no, no. some really co- uh, persuasive counterclaims the out there. Buildings do not fall at free fall speed. Yeah, uh, without. Thermate, uh, pre-positioned cussing charges. All right, you you've, uh, you've, you've drunk the Kool-Aid, as our fall. caller earlier suggested. Thank you for the call, Thank you. David. Okay. You've drunk the Kool-Aid. Well, I mean... There's no rebutting a true believer. No, there, there isn't, and, you know, we've heard it time and time again, and I just don't think it's going to change anything. Which is why I say I don't any believe more anything. Than, any more than people that believe... I mean, most Americans believe that John F. Kennedy was, uh, you know, that the, the Warren Commission is, uh, is, is mistaken about John F. Kennedy's assassination. Mm-hmm. What difference... Does it make not a damn difference at all? We had another. We had somebody suggesting the Kennedy assassination was a conspiracy a few days ago. And and as interesting as it is, as fascinating as it is uh, to do the research and to look into these things, it's a waste of your time. The fact is, the government's getting bigger and more coercive every single day. And you're allowing it to happen by sitting out there doing research. Your research isn't stopping the government from getting bigger. It's just your tacit consent because you're so busy out there looking into your conspiracy theories that the government's over there uh, doing, uh, getting busy, uh, bigger and more oppressive than they ever have while you just sit there and do more research. I hope you enjoy your research because it's, it's not going to matter. The government continues to get uh, more oppressive as you sit there and you do your little research and post on your Internet bu- uh, bulletin board systems. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let them grow poppies, says the Washington Post. Once the British Empire fought a war for the right to sell opium in China. In retrospect, history has judged that war destructive and wasteful, a shameless battle of colonizers against the colonized that in the end helped neither one. Now NATO is fighting a war to eradicate opium from Afghanistan. Allegedly, the goals this time around are different. According to the British government, Afghanistan's illicit drug trade poses, quote, the gravest threat to the long-term security, development, and and effective governance in Afghanistan, particularly since the Taliban is uh, believed to be the biggest beneficiary of the drug sales. Mm -hmm. Let's talk legalized opium in moments. 800-259-9231. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up anything, even in these remaining moments of the live Saturday edition. Just enough time for your call at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free. We do ask that you support the show on a voluntary basis, however, by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. It uh, will cost you all of three bucks a month, and it's a completely voluntary option. All the features on the website are totally free. So this is above and beyond all that. You go to amp.freetalklive.com. You'll learn what we're doing with the money. And what we're doing is we're advertising, marketing, and promoting Free Talk Live, thereby getting the show on more radio stations, getting on more people's MP3 players, spreading the message of freedom and liberty around the world. And it's working. It is working. So if that's important to you, head over to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more But there are some perks. There's some perks for Amplifier. Oh, yeah, there's some benefits. So you get the access to the Amplifier-only call-in lines, the Amplifier-only forum, and more. Uh, Amp.freetalklive.com. And what's your liberty issue? Is it the war on drugs? Well, register now for the February 2007 New Hampshire Liberty Forum happening in less than two weeks. Speakers include Jack Cole, the executive director of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, as well as Rob Campia, executive director of the Marijuana Policy Project, and New Hampshire residents who are working to end the war on drugs. I'm one of them. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum for more information and to get registered. That's freestateproject.org 
slash Liberty Forum. We're talking about opium and the opium wars, and then the new version, if you will, that uh, happening over in Afghanistan. The Taliban, of course, the biggest beneficiary of opium sales in Afghanistan. Go figure. Criminals um, um, uh, profiting off of illegal drug sales. Indeed. Can you figure? And according to uh, the Washington Post, convinced that this time they're doing the morally right thing, Western governments are spending hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars bulldozing poppy fields, building up counter-narcotic squads, and financing alternative crops in Afghanistan. Chemical spraying might begin as early as this spring, but in retrospect, might history not judge this war to be every bit as destructive and as wasteful as the original opium wars? Of course, it isn't fashionable right now to argue for any legal form of opiate cultivation, though I would here on Free Talk Live. I would, too. But look at the evidence. At the moment, Afghanistan's opium exports account for somewhere between one-third and two-thirds of the country's gross domestic product. So 66% of up to of their GDP is, is opium sales. Opium sales. Depending on whose statistics you believe. That, that, that includes heroin uh, too. Somehow yeah. it gets refined down. The biggest producers are in the southern provinces where the Taliban is at its strongest. And no wonder, every time a poppy field is destroyed, a poor person becomes poorer and are more likely to support the Taliban against Western forces who sure. wrecked his crops. Sure. If, an, if a, a foreign army comes through and destroys your cabbage field, and that was what you were going to sell and eat, how? You'll support whoever's going to kill that foreign And army. now you've got children that are starving? You, you'll be pretty upset. Yet little changes. The amount of land dedicated to poppy production grew last year by more than 60%, according to the Washington Post. So central is the problem that Hamid Karzai, the president of Afghanistan, has called opium a cancer. Worse than terrorism and crop spraying might make things worse. Not only will it cause environmental and health damage, it will feel to the local population like a military attack as Western planes drop poisonous chemicals from the sky. Sure. As has been going on in Colombia for a long time. And it's just wrong. Yet by far the most depressing aspect of the Afghan poppy crisis is that it exists at all, because it doesn't have to. To see what I mean, look at the history of Turkey, where once upon a time the drug trade also threatened the country's political and economic stability. Just like Afghanistan, Turkey had a long tradition of poppy cultivation. And just like Afghanistan, Turkey worried that poppy eradication could bring down the government. Just like Afghanistan, Turkey, this was the area of Midnight Express, was identified as the main source of the heroin sold in the West. Just like in Afghanistan, a ban was tried and it failed. As a result, in 1974, the Turks, with American and United Nations support, tried a different tactic. They began licensing poppy cultivation for the purpose of producing morphine, codeine, and other legal opiates. Hmm. Legal factories were built to replace the illegal ones. Farmers registered to grow poppies, and they paid taxes. You wouldn't necessarily know this from the latest White House Drug Strategy Report, which denotes several pages to Afghanistan, but doesn't mention Turkey. But the American government still supports the Turkish program, even requiring American drug companies to purchase 80% of what the legal documents euphemistically refer to as narcotic raw materials from two traditional producers, Turkey... And India. Well, why not add Afghanistan to the list? Hmm. The only good arguments against doing so, as opposed to the silly, politically correct, just-say-no arguments, are technical. That the same weak or non-existent bureaucracy will be no better at licensing poppy fields than it has been at destroying them, or that some of the raw material will still fall into the hands of drug cartels. 
Yet some of these issues can be resolved by building processing factories at the local level and working within local power structures. And even if the program succeeds in stopping only half of the drug trade, a huge chunk of Afghanistan's economy will still emerge from the gray market. The power of the drug barons will be reduced. And most importantly, Western money will have been visibly spent helping Afghan farmers survive instead of destroying their livelihoods. Right. This is how you win the hearts and minds of people. You don't go in and destroy their crops and make it so that the, their family has a difficult time getting by and they're let them do their business hut somewhere. Yeah. You know, and, and we Americans, we just don't care. We just don't care. Look, you'll play by our rules or you'll die. And that's the way it goes. We don't care where you are. Our American rules, they, they spread the world over. And if you don't like it, you must die. The director of the Senlis Council, a group that studies the drug problem in Afghanistan, told me that he recognizes or reckons the best way to ensure more Western soldiers get killed there is to, exp- uh, to expand the poppy eradication program. Besides, things really could get much worse. It isn't so hard to imagine two or three years down the line and yet another emergency presidential speech calling for a surge of troops to southern Afghanistan where impoverished villagers, having turned against the West, are joining the Taliban in droves. Yep. Before we get there, maybe it's worth letting some legal poppies bloom. Brilliant article. It is. And I agree entirely. And nobody, nobody's even going to look at this option. Nope. The only way to take the drug business out of the hands of criminals is to legalize the business. Is to put it in the hands of law-abiding citizens. And that's it. 1-800-259-9231 is the toll-free number. Charles emails in. He says, hey guys, I've got a situation that maybe you can help me with. He says, I grew up around marijuana, smoked my first joint before the age of 10. Wow. At some point when middle school was getting high almost every day. This Mm. wasn't a good thing, however. No. My usage increased, decreased, and ceased over the next few years. I spent a few years in high school not getting high at all. When I was in college, I was high constantly. One would say that I abused marijuana. Okay, fine. I'm still alive. At some point, I stopped smoking. Most people that abuse marijuana are still alive. I stopped smoking altogether and stayed that way for over 10 years. Now here I am in my mid-30s, married with children, and having picked up smoking weed again. It's different this time. Back in the day, I would smoke a joint and take as many tokes as it took to kill the joint or until I was stoned, and then took another toke just for good measure. Now I have a little one-hitter that I fill, smoke the toke in half and a half that it holds, and put it away. Less than five minutes later, I'm high enough to feel really nice, yet not too stoned that I can't concentrate on what I'm reading or working on, and I'm able to hold conversations with straight people without sounding stoned. This is how a lot of people in their late 20s um, and 30s and and beyond uh, smoke marijuana. They they smoke very, very little. They just want to get a little high. They're not getting blasted or anything like that. It's true. However, he says, I found that if I take another toke, it's too much for me. Don't get me wrong. If I'm alone and I plan on being alone, I'll toke it up. But I generally find that a toke and a half makes me feel fine. Now, recently, I I brought my little one-hitter to work with me, left it in the car, Mm. and then smoked my toke after work before going home. Mm. I have about an hour ride home and found that taking that toke toke and a half calms my drive. I slow down and enjoy the ride. Further, when I get home to my wife and kids, my mood is peaceful and playful, not stressed out. Now, the problem here is not that I'm driving high. He says it's safer than driving drunk or straight. Remember, I'm I don't mellow. know if I go for that. Well, statistics show that it is. Not uh, all also, statistics don't show that. Well, statistics that I've seen have. One, one, one set of statistics I've seen has shown that. Uh, I've seen more than one. Also, note that I'm not so stoned that I wait for the stop sign to turn green. Note the problem here is that I'm carrying a banned plant and paraphernalia from point A to point B and back again. 
My concern is that one day a cop will pull me over and he'll have his dog with him. He'll then proceed to have the dog search my car, and of course he'll smell something, thus giving him the legal reason to bust me. His question is, what should he do to reduce his risk of being caught? Stop smoking pot before you drive home. Leave it at home. That's what you do to reduce it. Or you can uh, maybe put a stash at work. Okay. And uh, and leave it at work. I don't support it you at all. Drive. You shouldn't be getting stoned and driving. Well, you can say that, Mark, but millions of people do it safely do. every they single do. day. They do do it, and that's just the reality. Hey, millions of people get home after the um, from the bars drunk. Um, do you think that that's good? I think that's a dangerous thing to do. I think it's dangerous to be driving drunk. I think the I think it's, da- I think it's dangerous it to be to be driving when your mind is altered. Period. I just don't think that you're, you react as well when you're stoned. I actually, Sorry. it's not. A, it wasn't a scientific study, but I saw um, a British television program where they actually took a camera in a car with a guy, and they had him drive um, straight, and then they had him drive after smoking an entire joint, and he actually did worse driving straight than after he did driving uh, smoking the joint. I'm not recommending oh, it. I'm d- I wonder what happens if something happens, you know, bam, right then. You know, like some kid, a kid runs out in front of your car, or another car swerves into your path. Are you know. as good at handling it that? No. Don't smoke and drive. I wouldn't recommend it, but uh, studies aren't really showing that it's too dangerous. Anyway, it's been Ian here with you. And Mark. And uh, as far as being caught, that's really the best way to avoid it. Just not have it in the car. Maybe smoke it before you walk in and see your wife when you come home. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 